Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Howie Season episode 185. This week we're tackling Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. This was the 2018 uh, version of the movie. It was the first one out. It's an animated Spider-Man flick. Uh, it was uh, highly uh, enjoyed and loved by many. Um, and then we just recently got the, the sequel to that, Spider-Man into the... Across. Oh. Across the Spider Verse, that's right. I was like, oh, which one is it? Across the Spider Verse, which uh, we're going to cover next week, but we're going to we're going to go back for a little bit and cover the first one. Um, and just as he's joining us again, uh, this is one of our our co-hosts' uh, uh, favorite movie. He's told me several times. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that uh, that co-host is Bo, right? So Success. we're doing this. <laughs> I have video. Oh. <laughs> I, I turned off, I went into the advanced settings and I turned off hardware acceleration and we oh. are good to go. And our We're audience good. is celebrating because they get yes. to hear your celebration about seeing all of our <laughs> wonderful faces. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Makes for a great podcast. Um, I'm Noah, one of the main hosts here with me as always is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? Or as Noah would say, how how are we how are we going? Is that is that how you started the podcast when we had to kind of reverse and I, I don't even remember. Again? Yeah, I don't. Hey, how are we going? Yeah, let's start that ah. one again. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, that guy that's so happy that he can see everybody is Bo. Hey, everybody. How you doing, Bo? doing all right. I'm I'm actually very happy. You're right. I, it's been weeks and weeks of me being here that I've missed seeing at least half your lovely faces. <laughs> Um, you know, I got, I always saw Nina, but I never saw you guys. So I'm glad this is all back up and running. So, yeah, it is nice to nice. have the, the visual cue when you're trying to talk and, and you're yeah, back, yeah. trying to base yeah. interruptions based on when people stop talking, but you can't see them. You just, you just come across like a dick when you, when you jump in and jump all over us. So this time yeah. that won't happen. Right. <laughs> and that's only the last couple of episodes when he seemed like a dick before it, he saw us. He it just didn't care. Dick. Just me being a natural dick. <laughs> Yeah, don't forget, um, everybody, download, rate, and review. There we go. Nice. Uh, also with us is Nina. How you doing, Nina? I'm doing really well, guys. Thanks. <laughs> cool. All right. We're, we're going we're gonna to cover uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, this, this is something uh, Bo has talked to us since it's come out about how much he liked this. So uh, he tried to flake out of it, but we got him here, so I'm super <laughs> oh, glad. Because uh, I want to know why you really enjoy this movie so much. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I understand why you could. But I want to hear it from your mouth. But before we get to that, we're going to have something else in our mouth, and that's our cocktails. And that's what we do on this podcast is we create a cocktail that, pair, that we pair with this movie or show that we're watching, and it's no different this week. And I, uh, I'm going to jump in first just because I want to get drinking on mine because I made two. Because <laughs> I started playing with this, and, and, uh, and I'll explain why I want to get to them fast uh, and get them drank. Um, I ended up going with a, a drink that's uh, based off something called an Itsy Bitsy uh, Gin Spider. And, uh, you know, I was looking around and I, I, I really liked what this one started off with just because it starts off with um, an ounce and a half of, of uh, grapefruit uh, soda. Uh, it, it said a grapefruit ting, which I had never heard of. I had to look it up. Um, but we don't have that around here. So I ended up getting a squirt, which is one of my favorite sodas. Did you say tang or ting? 
grapefruit ting ting okay. ting with a ting with an eye okay yeah i was like a grapefruit ting what the fuck is that uh but apparently it's it's a soda that you know this great grapefruit soda but uh squirt works just as good uh it has a little bit of uh fresh uh grapefruit juice a, a half ounce of that um this is where i kind of uh move off of it a little bit it actually has an uh an ounce and a half of empress gin um but i wanted to tie this up a little bit so i went with an ounce of empress gin and then i went with an ounce of this vermilion gin that i have which is a dark red color the empress has that dark blue purplish color uh the vermilion has a dark red so i wanted to get that blue and red that we always have with our spider-mans right so i wanted to get those colors in there uh so i did the squirt first um then I added an ounce and a half of coconut water, right? Add the grapefruit juice. Then I poured in the two gins at the same time, side by side. So they kind of color mashed down the side. So they didn't mix and they went over the top. And this is, this is something that I added completely to it. I, uh, I had seen this picture on the internet of this really cool uh, itsy bitsy spider and it had these spider webs in the cup. And I thought it was how they made the drink that I thought for some reason the coconut water did that. As I was reading it, they actually lined the cup with some sugar uh, icing and stuff like that. And I didn't want to do that. So, but I was like, you know what? If I got a, like a white liqueur and I found, so I got a rum chata coconut, uh, coconut cream liqueur. And I thought if I pour it over the top, it'll kind of, you know, uh, fall its way down and kind of make an interesting look, which it did. The problem was it also curdled a little. <laughs> so, um, it's not like a curdle, like, oh, my God, that's going to be disgusting. But it does have a, a curdle look. So that's the picture I sent you guys of it, it right after I uh, uh, poured it. I stirred it up and tasted it. It's, it tastes really good. It's, it's very sweet, um, but it has a little bit of a citrusy flavor. But it starts to curdle the longer you let it sit. So you got to kind of keep mixing it while you drink it. It almost looks frosted. Yeah. Huh. But it's still a very tasty drink. It's kind of, um, kind of has like a, a a snappy pina colada flavor to it. It kind of got that pina colada ness to it from the coconut, but then it has like a, a little bit of a citrus kick on the top of it. But uh, pretty tasty. Um, I like it, and the pitcher looked kind of cool, so I left it. But then I also mixed another one, trying to do it just with the Empress Gin to see if I uh, if I did it that way, if it would look any better, if it wouldn't curdle as much. And nope, it had the same effect. Tastes pretty much the same, uh, just a hair, hair different, but you know, it's a it's a tasty drink, uh, and if you can get past the the little curdle in it, it's not bad. What's Empress Gin again? I, I, I might have it's it. a it's a it's it's just a purple color, and then or it's actually a dark blue when you pour it in, and then like when you pour a tonic over it, it changes color to a light purple. Gotcha. Um, it's a, it's a really nice flavored gin. It's very uh, botanical and stuff like that. I, I really like the flavor of it. It's one I got, you know, many a many a podcast ago because I was trying to do a purple drink, and uh, and I had it for a long time. And then I started drinking um, gins more, and I was I started liking it a lot more. So I had to go get a new bottle of it. I had finally finished the first one, but uh, it's it's got a really good flavor to it. Um, but it's got that added little bit of color change to it that makes it kind of cool. Nice. So, uh, who wants to go next? I'll go. All right. Um, I have a drink called a Cameo Kirby. Uh, it's in honor of Jack Kirby, who uh, we'll probably end up talking about him, or I will anyway. Uh, he, there are several uh, things in this that were sort of a, a nod to his art style and his innovation. Uh, 
doing art for Marvel. But um, it's a pretty simple drink, actually. It's an ounce of gin, ounce of sweet vermouth, half an ounce of lime juice, and half an ounce of raspberry simple syrup, which I mixed up earlier this evening. And I, I uh, garnished it with a couple of fresh raspberries. And I've had a sip, but it's, it, it's nice. It's, it's, a, it's a nice summery drink. Cool. Very nice. cool. I'll go next, I guess. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so I did, I have a slightly unhealthy obsession with uh, <laughs> Nicolas Cage. And nice. um, he played Spider-Man Noir, I guess is yep, the actual yep, yep, title yep. of his his character. And uh, I did something, I couldn't find a, a Noir cocktail that wasn't just like, you know, a regular cocktail with charcoal added to it or something like that. I mean, it's like, yeah, you can make any cocktail black if you just add charcoal to it. So we get that. So I went with something of the era of when 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 the noir kind of era would take yeah, yeah. place. And uh, I went with a cocktail called the Brown Derby. It also uh, satisfies a little bit of Kelly having me get rid of the <laughs> amounts of grapefruit juice I have around the house. Um, but it's a uh, three ounces of bourbon. I went with a Knob Creek. I wanted to go with a nice little kick on there. It's 100 proof age nine year bourbon it's it's one of my favorites ounce and a half of grapefruit juice three quarters ounce of honey shake it all up and uh garnish it with some lemon nice um, yeah it's pretty good actually kelly's not a fan i thought she would be but <laughs> not i actually it's pretty good it's it drinks easily i mean it's one of the cocktail versions i saw said to use maple syrup which is closer to one of my other yeah. one of my other favorite cocktails but i just you know stuck with this and and here we are so um then I went with, as usual, I went with some beers. Um, two of the beers I went with, one is simply called Chocolate Noir by Prairie nice. Brewing. I thought it was appropriate for the uh, Spider-Man Noir. I'll go, right, go right. with that. And then the other one is uh, called Black People Love Beer. It's by Crowns and Hops. And you'll see in the photos, one of the main reasons, I mean, obviously, I, um, it's actually, they've, they've changed the name to Black and Brown People Love Beer. Um, <laughs> and the can is just a black can with white writing so i thought it fit pretty well into oh, the, yeah, it, was, the it was two of the beers that i could find that were just like black bottles with white text or white pictures and i was like it kind of fits the theme of the whole like the noir theme and all that kind of nice. stuff so i went with i went with those you know you could if if you wanted to go with just a regular whiskey instead of the, the bourbon you could have went with like a uh, uh jameson black or you know they got some of the other that would have worked out too. Yeah, I thought uh, about going with that. There's a Jim Beam Black. I thought about yeah. going with. I just didn't. I didn't have time to. Didn't have time to get to the. Um, the store wine today. So, <laughs> I was really wishing we had one of those around because I was looking for a bunch of different stuff today. I ended up go three different places. Yeah. Funny you mentioned the Brown Derby. Um, a couple weeks ago, we went to my my daughter's boyfriend's house for a tri tip tasting, and I, I decided I was in charge of uh, making drinks for everybody. So. Oh yeah. I brought a, a cocktail list about 10 cocktails and the Brown Derby was one of the ones I had, I uh, figured out I can make because uh, oh, I yeah. brought all bourbons and whiskeys. And, uh, so, uh, I had ended up making, that was the first time I'd ever seen it, heard of it, made about three of them while I was there for different people and, and tried it nice. really good. So cool. cool. Yep. All right, Steve. All right. Saving the best for last. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Mine's actually a pretty simple drink, but I, uh, kind of custom made it for, for this, my I, I enjoyed a big big part of the the thrill of this movie was the kind of the B list spider spider people 
Um, um, we have we have noir like you've talked about Penny Parker and and Peter Porker or Spider Ham too that kind of come out of yeah. the woodworks um, in, in the second act and, and really add some fun to it. Um, they were com- they were brought brought over because of Alchemax uh, that whatever their uh, what, what, what was they making that um, the thing the uh, the super collider I what it was super called. collider I know, yeah. that's it yeah super and collider that, yep and they get brought over so I uh, found a cocktail called a whiskey and wine and I adapted it rather than where for for the wine I chose a Pinot Noir you know in honor of uh, of Noir. Uh, and oh, nice. for the uh, whiskey, I used uh, Japanese whiskey. That's uh, Penny Parker's from Japan, and uh, gets a, and and then I also added a, a side of bacon to go in there, kind of as as garnish. <laughs> we, we've done yeah. that before for our uh, for some of our our um, old fashions and stuff when we when we've tried to add a little bacon yes. flavor. I've had some cocktails, so I thought that was nice, and that was so that was a touch to each of these characters. And I called it. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned the title, the name of yours, but I called mine like yours the. Uh, Alchemax 42 because it's kind of derived from the same uh, oh. same company that well the Al- Alchemax created the spider this was I guess the 42nd iteration yep, yep. Um, and also created the super collider that brought all these spider people to earth 1610 you know, spider men yeah well I didn't want to say spider men I thought since, since you got a you got a pig and you've got a well actually it's not a pig it's a it's a it's a spider that was infected by <laughs> a bit by, a, by a bit by a, a pig radioactive. so i don't know if that make what that makes it um, Wait, but it still, was a spider that was bit oh, by a pig not a pig that was yes, bit by yes, a spider yes yes <laughs> yes um yes and and it, it's a legit comic it's been yeah. around so gotcha. yeah so this is three ounces of the Pinot Noir, one and a half ounces of the Japanese whiskey, which I don't think I'd ever had a Japanese whiskey, and I, I tasted a little bit of it. Oh, really? It sounds, it's nice. Um, which one did you go with? This you is a, well, you can see it in the picture, but I'm going to have to look it up. Is it a, uh, I got it over at Bottle Barn. They had a, a lot to choose from, and I went one with one called, oh, crap, I can't zoom in enough. Oh, okay. I, think was, I think it was like Yuru or something like that. Gotcha. But, okay. But it, I like the artwork on it. Yeah. I do love the <laughs> Japanese whiskeys. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm becoming a bit of a fan of those. That's why I asked. So, it's also nice. a half ounce of, of lemon juice and a half ounce of. I used uh, rather than simple syrup. I went with a, a, a smoked. Um, where did I put it? Uh, smoked. Oh, what's in my cocktail? A maple <laughs> smoked maple syrup. Syrup. I thought that would go better with the with the uh, the side of of uh bacon that i that i added for garnish and as a bonus i thought i thought oh. you know, remember last week uh noah or was it the week before where i was really i was really jealous of your uh spritz i don't know you you did something with carbonation and i was like oh I wish oh I yeah that. yeah i did so yeah, I that thought, was last week oh yeah i thought this would go really well with with some carbonation so i found a yuzu tonic which yuzu is a is a uh, a fruit that you'll find in mainly Japan that uh, they, it's kind of a, a lemon mandarin style fruit okay. put into a tonic nice. and I and so I actually made a little second iteration of this and I added some of that and it's much more refreshing so I like them both and um, and I'm able to tap into the to the uh, carbonation for a more refreshing drink because I know uh, Nina you say it's raining there but it's been real hot here so we could use a little bit more more of the refreshing drink so and I call it again the Alchemax 42 (laughs) nice yep you know you could even use that that maple is kind of like a nod to uh, spider B uh, or Peter B uh, Parker you know the the (laughs) 
little bit uh, overweight oh, wow. there. Oh. <laughs> I think he likes his maple donuts. I'm sure. Right. Uh, or you, or you pair it with a bagel. Either way would work. <laughs> Uh, I'm just looking up Spider Ham real here, quick here. So he was in the comics as early as I think it was said ninety or 1985. Wow, was what I just wow. saw. Uh, no, I'm sorry, 1983. Uh, he was in a humorous one shot uh, from Marvel Tales, um, and it's uh, Peter Porker, the Spectacular Spider Ham. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's been around Peter for a little. Porker. Very yeah. funny. Yeah, and he, and he he literally was a spider that lived in the basement of of May Porker, a goofy animal scientist, and uh, so he was bit by a radioactive pig and and became Spider Ham. So, uh, which they did show that in the movie. They uh, if you catch yeah you got to catch it really quick because they're all doing their little introductions, and they're showing the little quick animation uh, portion. It looks like an old school uh, Warner Brothers cartoon, right? Oh, really. And it actually shows the pig bite the spider and then pop up into the, the the pig and stuff like that. One of the funniest things I thought about Spider Pig, and we'll get deeper into some of the other stuff, but I just want because I'm looking at him right now and it reminded me of it. His nostrils mimic his eyes the entire time. They have the same uh, Spider-Man eye oh, really? look to him, and if <laughs> whenever he moves his eyes, his his nostrils flare the same way so his nostrils are i, I thought it was a, i thought it was a little creepy kind of disturbing I I, <laughs> I I i wasn't quite quite so settled with that <laughs> well they do that they have that in the comics it, it, his his nostrils look like that they just didn't have the white with them in the comics from what i remember but Got it. it, it's still pretty i it, i still thought it was pretty funny and he was a he was a very well added character for what they were trying to do with this he brought a sense of of comedy that was just needed in this if you ask me perfect voice with john mulaney too he <laughs> yeah <laughs> there were a lot of good voices they were yeah there, there were absolutely there there were um i don't know if i watched it on dvd i don't know where you guys did and there's a lot of like extra uh featurettes mm -hmm. on there oh, and really? one of them they had all the voice actors and it's like there's a lot of people who went on to other marvel things or had been yes. in other marvel things. oh yeah so. lots of crossover Lots of crossovers, yeah. so it was kind of Haley's, that was kind of fun. Yeah, I think the major one that I I know right off the top is Haley Steinfeld uh, with yep. Gwen. She uh, became um, Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, and so, and then uh, Doc Ock uh, was Catherine Hahn, who right. we saw in uh, WandaVision. Yes. Um, Mahershala Ali. Haven't yes. seen him yet, but he will be there. Right? No, no, he was in Luke Cage. No, oh, you're right. Well, okay, but he's also going to be Blade. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he is. He was in Daredevil, right? Yeah. No, you, uh, oh, that Luke Cage. He, he Luke Cage. Or Luke Cage. Yes, sorry. Yeah. So I believe I believe Luke Cage might have. No, was Luke Cage before? I think Luke Cage might have been before this. Then. So I, think, I think it may have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the rest were after. Uh, well, we had uh, who was the who was the guy in the in the finale scene or the the after credits Oscar scene? Isaac Oscar Isaac of course that came out uh, in the in the Disney Plus mm -hmm. series um, yes. yeah Moon Knight Moon Knight there you go yep. yeah uh, we also have uh, Liv um, Schreiber who who's played uh, Wilson Fisk he's not necessarily in the MCU but he was a Marvel character of Sabretooth back right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was he was right in, in Sabretooth. He was in all the anyone that right, right, right. X Men. The X Men yep, movies, yep, right? Yep. The original yep. series. 
Um, Nicholas Cage gets in there, right? We heard we heard Bo talking about that. He has been wanting to be in the MCU so bad. He's also uh, recently just got. I, have you guys seen the Flash yet? No, I have no. not seen it yet. No. Okay. Well, let's just say he gets a little bit of his dream. Uh, oh so, really? Yeah. Oh. I, I, actually, I did hear. I did hear about that. I won't say anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know where you're going with that. Because of Tim Burton, I can, right? I can, I, can, piece it, yeah. I can piece it together. It's okay. Yeah. So that, so you know, he he gets to be a superhero, and I heard they're still pushing for him to get into uh, Marvel. Um, so yeah, I really, uh, yeah, uh, into a uh, like a live action type oh, character. Okay. I vote Doctor Doom. I think he'd be perfect. And I haven't seen across the the Spider Verse yet, but I did hear that even though he didn't reprise his role, they were able to pull some audio from. From this one to to kind of keep yeah. keep his character. Why not, Mister Fantastic? Or isn't that, isn't that his name? He's already. Been, uh, I think he's been. Uh, he's I been. I think he's. I think he's a little old for that. But yeah, they, they're going a little bit with younger. With all the universes, I mean, come on. <laughs> well, if I'm not mistaken, it's been cast now. I think it's finally. They, oh, it is. They, it has. Yeah. Okay. And it's uh, what's his Kylo Ren uh, guy? Um, Adam oh, Driver. Ad, yeah, drivers. Yeah. Oh. So. And Margot Margot Robbie Ruby Margot Robbie yeah yeah so and then I don't know the other two offhand so uh, but let's get into the Spider Man so this is uh, this is a new type of Spider Man essentially as far as we go in movies and stuff like that we're getting uh, the introduction of uh, Miles Morales who uh, was a comic book character started I believe in 2010 2011 yeah um, and so this uh, this is this is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know tons about him. I haven't read any of his comics. I just know that a lot of people like him um, as a Spider-Man and stuff like this. And a lot of this came back oh, yeah. from uh, uh, what's his? Oh, geez, why can't I think of his name? He's also in this um, as the uncle, right? Right? No, no, not uh, <laughs> the uncle was looking. He's he's. Hmm. What are you trying to say? <laughs> the guy. Yeah. Uh, the guy's name. Um, he was. He's the singer. He's also, uh, um, gosh, he's in uh, the guy who plays the uncle. Is that what you're asking? No, no, no. That's uh, Marshall Ali. It's uh, he play. He was in the Spider-Man uh, movie. Oh, Donald uh, Glover. Donald Glover. Oh, right. So there was oh. a, an internet. Uh, I know. I'm I'm blowing it on this one. Uh, he there was an internet thing where they were trying to get him to be a black Spider-Man yes. when when they were rebooting with uh, the new Spider-Man movies. Yep. And so there, you know, and he, and he went on Twitter and said, yeah, I'll do that. And so he thought it was going to be kind of a joke and stuff like that. But people ran with it. And, and it, it actually and, and he likes to say and some other people, it's the day the Internet broke where because it was like, a, you know, half the people were for it and half the people were like adamantly against it. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, it, he got he li- he got a little bit of uh, you know credit for for the Miles Morales because uh, you know he was around and they they brought him up and they're like yeah we need to have him in in a show and this is this is a live action so we got his cameo or his his character in the the live action Spider Man where he's like I got a nephew yeah he even mentions right? him yeah 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 so that's yeah, kind of like the nod to yeah he's 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 Uncle Aaron essentially. Yeah. Uh, in in, in uh, the live action in homecoming yeah okay he um, is. yeah when when spider-man goes into the parking garage and yeah right exactly like yeah his, and he talks about i got a nephew that yeah. was a, oh. a little that was a little kind of a a, a nod like, yeah like this is not this aware is, this is, <laughs> well he did the, didn't he do the voice for Aaron and he's 
He did the voice for Miles Morales in in a cartoon, right? Or one of the anime I think so. series. You might have, yeah. Yeah. So I believe he's got, so. He's got well, they the also <laughs> they also give a nod to him here. It when they go into one of the scenes where the actual uncle Aaron because when he first walks into the apartment with him and he's watching Community, that's the show I was trying to think of earlier. Oh, Community. Oh, there you go. Yeah, sure. Great. And it's and it's got Donald Glover in a Spider-Man uh, like costume. It's there's an episode like that, and he's watching that, and they actually have that. I, I and I want to say it's the actual. It's not animated. It's they put the real video of it in there, kind of like they do in in. Um, well, you guys haven't seen the new one yet. But uh, <laughs> there, there's some other stuff where they did that, where they put put the the real. Oh, yeah, I've, uh, I've seen it in other cartoons. It's not a. Yeah, so yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. So there's another nod to him, and and that all is, you know, this this, you know, how Miles Morales became a popular, you know, potential sure. Spider-Man and stuff like that, and, um, you know, and I know this is this is kind of like that one of those. Um, diverse films where it's you know the representation you know for the black community and stuff like that um yeah. and this is one of the ones where i think it where if people think about it this is the no one should have a problem with this because they're not replacing a character right they're not taking a beloved white character and just race swapping or, or gender swapping they actually said no look there's still the spider-man he's also spider-man but he's a different person and they yeah. they coexist where, you know, there's a lot of them where they don't do that. And that's where people, you know, lose their so shit. And at go at crazy. the time, though, you, with, you when would... the comic book came out, there was uh, there was a lot of uh, people upset. They thought it was a uh, Marvel comic wanted to exhibit political correctness. That was and <laughs> I mean, it got some backlash almost like I mean, we had the t- a... we had the discussion about a black Thor and how what, if that would be OK. And and I think some people kind of went there with the original comic book. Um when it came out, kind of the same thing. I, I don't, but. Well, I mean, some people, again, I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen the new movie yet either, but some people are really like, oh, is, is this going to, is he going to replace Spider-Man? Is he, it's Spider, people are upset about it. I think, I think this first one kind of went under the radar for a while. Like it was, it did okay in theaters, but I think it really like took off after it came out on video and after it won the Oscar. It when the Oscar was nominated, anyway. No, it uh, it won. It was the first yeah. animated non Disney uh, or Pixar animated movie to win since Ringo. So okay. like like oh, ten really? years or something like that. It was the first time something non Disney or, or Pixar won. And totally deserved. But I yeah. think that's that's when people like twigged to it and said, "Oh, hey, this is a decent movie." And now when this one came out and it's a huge hit right out of the gate, but the backlash is immediate and strong and it's like well we can t- we can talk about that one have, next week don't you guys have better things to do? <laughs> yeah i mean we, okay, we yeah. can talk about yeah, that we one can. next week you mentioned i i do you you mentioned do disney though what the hell it wasn't yeah. on disney plus you couldn't find it there i had to go rent it on I amazon <laughs> so, I, have to watch, I, so, I have to watch it with commercials on fx when yeah. when disney plus eventually gets their hands on it do they get to claim the academy award in in uh you know, posthumously in a sense. You know, if if I don't, I don't know if the, I don't know if they'll get the hands on it. It belongs will, to Sony. And, good. And Sony's yeah, not giving up so. Spider Man. Good. No. They're, they're they're definitely not giving up Spider Man. Um, as if they can keep their hands on it. Um, when, when I, uh, they finally own Sony, though, that might be a discussion they would have. Well, when when Disney owns Sony, it, it's just all it's all bad at that point because then they own it, the world. 
exactly. know, they have everything. That's, and right. I don't know if they'll right. own Sony. That's Sony's right. making pretty good money. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was able yeah. to watch this because I had bought the DVD Blu-ray uh, package. Um, and so I had it. Now, the cool part for me was is it had a digital download. So I did that. And then oh, I, can it watch, did. That's awesome. I can watch it out of my Amazon without having to pay for anything, nice. which is really cool. So, yeah, it goes into like movies anywhere and you can watch it. Uh, you can connect those up to your Amazon, which I thought was really cool. So now I got to go That's do cool. that with a lot more of my movies. So I make sure I have them. Um, this is this is a fun movie. This also set standards or set new standards and set new uh, animation. Like this is this is the new go to animation. This is what everybody's copying. Well, now, they kind they of actually thing. did an interesting style where they did like a 12 frames per second frame rate in order to capture more of that comic book visual style where it kind of like held on the frame a little longer. And I think there's they've tried maybe they already have but to patent that that technology because it does make the frame kind of pop a little bit. It takes a second to get used to but it's really effective. Well, the thing I noticed about it, this is this is done in 2D, right? It's not the 3D rendering that you get in a lot of Pixar and some of these other things that have come out. But it has a 3D-ness to it that is very interesting. The way that it's drawn, yeah. you know, well, it, it has a visual 3D to it, but it's not. Yeah, there's a depth. It's, yeah, it also, a depth. It also has a 3D-ness to it. There's a lot of the scenes that have that sort of like blur in the background like like there's a red and a blue over the actual picture which is like oh, old yeah. school 3d like yeah. when old school 3d was just you would you would have the blue and the red and it would just you yep. know one eye was blue you know one side was blue and one side was red and all that and i i, got and I noticed sense. on a lot of the scenes that they had that kind of feel to it i i want to say i think they really also captured like the comic book art yeah mm-hmm. um you know, they did a lot of, I mean, there's the obvious stuff like when Miles is thinking and the little blocks come <laughs> thought up. Thought bubbles. Show what he's thinking, the little thought yeah. bubbles. But also, like you said, like the, you know, I, they don't do this anymore, but in the old days when uh, comics were printed on newsprint, the colors didn't always line up. Again. Exactly. And right. Oh, I remember. So, so I think, I think that's kind of what they were doing. For like when some of the and then there was stuff that was done with the the dots, which, the dots you know, and the, the lines, the, the picture, yeah, yeah, exactly, zip, right? The zipatone and all that, and it was, yep. it was, it took it it took me back. I I mean I I remember sitting in the theater watching this with Claire, and I was like, oh my gosh, it was it was it really like took me back to being eleven years old and having a an old fashioned comic and maybe you want to grab my silly putty. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> run up to the screen and try and capture something and yeah. then stretch uh, it out and make them huge and fat <laughs> or super tall and skinny that's it's, what happened to me i got silly puttied it's so funny I have, <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> uh, I, I have some it's funny i have some old um reprint i have some reprints of old comics like some old iron mans and some old spider-mans like from the 70s and as i'm going through them i'm like man, the colors on this are really garish and bright. And it finally dawned on me. I'm like, oh, because they weren't printed on slick paper. They were printed on newsprint. So everything was dulled down. So it had to be like extra bright ink mm-hmm. to, to show up. So I loved nice. how they would exaggerate the villains, too, because most of the characters, they, they look like human. They kind of have humanistic qualities. But then you got like Kingpin or Green Goblin or yes. these well, characters yeah, that are just so much more exaggerated. And it 
even though they they don't delve into these characters as much as they do the 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 you know more of our hero leads they 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 certainly have a presence whenever they're on 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 screen um that is 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 really exciting to and yeah. i think a lot of that comes from how they were drawn and how they present themselves well, kingpin just looks so kind of weird one. but at the same time menacing and yeah. powerful really good well, well, and then his head was like like he's like the vision i mean I, it it really gives you another sorry did i are you laughing no, no, go, go. Nina off or? no go ahead oh no that I, you've done that many at a time but keep going i, uh, oh, I think I'm it's it. whatever yeah my whole life um anyway i uh the thing that was cool about Kingpin was like his body is so massively huge and his head is like so tiny and it like really gives you a, a, a kind of pretty good impression, at least me, of how good of a job they did in, in Daredevil, like with Kingpin and, and taking a real person and kind of getting him to look that way. Yeah. Anyway. He definitely has a different look than he did in some of the others. One of the things I was trying to say earlier was um, they did this, uh, they did the computer animation portion of this and then took each kind of scene and frame and then had an animator go back over it and do some hand drawings on it. So every thing is touched by an actual individual artist. It's not just all uh, uh, computer animated uh, rendering. It actually has a combination of computer animation and hand drawn on all of it. And I think that's why we get that comic feel because they went and add those, those comic touches, you know, the lines where it's, you know, yeah. To make the features right and stuff like that. Uh, another cool thing I, I, I know or found out about was that uh, one of the directors, Peter Ramsey's, I did a hold off the uh, comic word bubbles and stuff until after Miles was bitten by the spider. So oh. in the beginning, it, yeah. it you don't see it, and then it's and then when he gets bit, it then all of a sudden it it kind of flips into that comic book style so we get a lot of you know like that's almost a spot you know him talking to himself yeah. in his own head he talks about it even he's like why is my you know inner voice so loud nice you know which <laughs> goes back to the comics you know because he's always talking to himself and you know it's it's part of spider-man it, it really is and so they really you know grab onto that and, and and it made it a really nice thing to it yeah and you mentioned comic book style certainly with all those b-list spider-men or spider people that come, <laughs> come in every time they come onto the screen it's not just their characters it's their it's the comic book style that comes along mm -hmm. with it you know obviously we see noir in that in in, in the the black the and white and dark and but the but but the background and the way the frames are done it, it really plays into that and same thing with penny parker i mean she comes across as that anime, anime. style and anime, and yeah. and then yeah. and then and then spider ham he's just like a looney tunes mm -hmm. character and he you know he's he using anvils totally, yeah. using anvils yeah. to hurt people with you know it's just they they play their antics but also the animation style matches that stuff and that's what they even do it yeah. they even do it while in the same frames with each other right the same scenes <laughs> yeah. and so yeah. uh if you like that uh the next one takes that and turns it to 11. okay okay <laughs> um now I'm i seeing, this is i'm seeing it tomorrow so yeah so um oh, this really is actually you're saying the next one's like they do a whole nother level of they they take they take that and really just amp that up now and this is where i have some negative feedback for this movie is um this one some or of the, the next one this one this one and it amps up in the next one is if you're a prone to flashes and uh like strobe effects and things like that this animation can get very uh tedious and annoying um are you, you know, prone they, to that or no yes i am and, oh, okay. I, and i didn't realize it as much until this movie and 
I don't know if it affects me more now because of wearing glasses. It's almost like I constantly mm. like, am I catching flares on my glasses? It just, it's the way the show is. And, and it's one of the things I did not like about it. Um, and it starts right with the credits in this one where they kind of do that, uh, um, you know, where they had the, them kind of glitch out a little bit uh, during the um, the show, like from the different universe. They kind of do that glitch out and it goes green, red and all these kind of flashy. Yeah. Don't they do that they did trans- a lot of that. Don't they do that in Transformers, too? They kind of have that, you know, where it kind of glitches out. It's 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 one of those things. It it can actually trigger people who have yes. um, epilepsy. And, yeah, they usually and, have warnings in the theaters that kind of say, and, "Hey, well, if you saw it, definitely I've have been, it like on TV shows." Now, for well, sure. I've been I've been reading on some of the the mom message boards, people who have epileptic children, and they're like, "This is happening more and more," and they're not always warning you. Yeah, and they said, and it's happening a lot in like kids' movies, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Can we please?" This is Knock one that I think you probably should have. Pokemon yeah. was notorious for it, if you recall. Sorry, Noah. Go ahead. I was just yeah. going to say, this is one that I noticed it in. Don't you think this, the onus this, should be a little bit one. more on the parents, though? If they know they have kids that suffer from epileptic seizures, they should be able to go to a, a, you know, a site and get this information before they're... I, yes, I mean, I don't know. agree 100%. I, I don't know. I, I 100% I, agree. I, I, there, is I, some, there is some culpability of the parents of the children to do some research, just like I, Nina does research. For her, for her daughter to make yeah. sure well, that she's not watching porn by mistake. <laughs> Especially if it has flashiness. Well, I mean, the thing is, they they did they did give a warning on this one at the beginning. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's yeah right. It's like you know this has fl- sequences with flashing lights, but um, the Incredibles two, they didn't. Oh right, I remember oh. with that one that and they had the, they had the to backpedal that first, didn't yeah. Well, that was it. The first weekend it was out, a bunch of parents are like, "Hey, hey, hey, where's our warning?" You know, yeah. Because yeah. until people went and saw the movie, they didn't know. Now, exactly, no little kids were were hurt, but still, it is it is one of and some were just shucking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. It was uh, too much wow. of an alley oop. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but, but um. But yeah, but even even so, and it's like it's, and, and at some point there should be, like, I I don't have a ten year old boy who's epileptic, but right. somebody was saying like a lot of the action ones that boys like have this. Yeah, I could like, see that. Yeah, and and yes, and you and and both of you guys are right, Steve. You're, you're right that it should be on the onus of the parents, but it also should be part of the onus on the you know just like. Just like a, a food manufacturer, if you're making the, your food in a plant that has peanuts, exactly. just put, just put, hey, this may have peanut particles in it because it's made near peanuts. Yeah. That's all uh, they got to do. Yeah. Now, they don't have to go up to everybody buying it and have someone at the counter and go, hey, that's got peanuts in it. Hey, that's got right. peanuts in it. But. Yeah. But, and I, and I think most parents, if there's a warning. Yeah. You know. Well, well, they used to be. Nowadays, who knows? Everybody's. Oh, yeah. I mean, it depends on the parent, I know. But, yeah, I think, but there should be warnings. But Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to get back into some of the just cast of this because it, it, it was an incredible voice cast. Just um, at no time did I not think a, a voice matched up with what the character was. I didn't. It, it, I, they all had personality in their voices and we had uh Shmeek Moore as Miles Morales. I thought he killed it. I like 
Right? One of the things that yeah. was really good with this was is is Miles Morales is is biracial. He's he's Puerto Rican and uh, a black, and he does that that verbal switch back and forth when he's talking to his parents where he's talking to his mom in Spanish and then going back to his dad, like literally in the same sentence almost. Yes. And, and I back and forth and I was like, that's, that's cool because I remember some of my uh, friends growing up that would do the same thing. Like we'd be at my friend's house, Pete's talking and he'd be in the middle of a sentence with me, yell at his mom in Spanish and then come back to me like without breaking stride back in English. And I was like, I'm like, what, what'd you just say? And he's like, oh, and I was like, I'm like, damn, dude, that's awesome. And he's like, <laughs> you know, they don't even think about it. It's just, it's just natural. It's part of their, their, their makeup. And I thought he did a great job. Uh, Jake Johnson as uh, Peter B. Parker. <laughs> Joe Hanson. Is his name John- Joe Hanson? Johnson. Uh, it says, J- it says Johnson here. Oh, I thought it was Jake Joe Hanson. Anyway, okay. Well, if if that's the case, and someone fucked up his IMDb because no, it's got it's, his picture. Well, no, it's, it, you're probably right. <laughs> it's now, I, now, him and. Him and the, uh, Shamik, Shamik Moore, is it, who does Miles? Uh-huh. Are, are they also actors, or are they primarily voice actors? Well, Jake Johnson is a, a, uh, a an actor. He's been in a lot of stuff, actually. Uh, okay. Most I know him most from uh, New Girl. New Girl. Uh, I yeah. love oh, him in New Girl. He's such a, he was also he's like a slob. And, yeah. Oh, okay. New Girl is what I remember him from, yeah. 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 So he's well, got a lot of stuff. He was in Jurassic World too, right? Wasn't he? I think he was like he yes, was, he yes. was one of the he was one of the scientists there that was a little bit okay. disheveled yeah. as well. <laughs> and he, and he, you're right. He was in Stumptown, which was an incredible show. One, I was so one season totally. Yeah, that yeah. was a, yeah. I it just never got traction. Yeah, with another uh MCU person, Colby Smolders, yeah. right? Yes. Yep. Uh so um She's she's great. But yeah, he, that's who I know him from. And I just thought he he emphasized that older, like, let himself go a little bit. Spider-Man, I was like, you know how they say, especially in this one, anybody can put the mask on. You know, we talk about representation. I saw myself in that Spider-Man. I did. I was like, oh, that, that could be Jake me. the Johnson one? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm none of those other ones. Uh, I'm, you know, maybe a little uh, Peter Porker, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, yeah. uh, definitely. I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" It, it just, I, I, and his, his, his voice was perfect for it because it kind of had just a calmness. You know, you know, I almost expected him to drop some dad jokes. Other than right. the fact that he wasn't sure if he wanted kids, he's the kind of guy that would drop some dad jokes. Well, and it, and it's also kind of like what happens to a superhero when he gets into his forties. You know, you can't be Fat Thor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, you can't be. I mean. Spider-Man is essentially the whole thing about him is he's young, right? But yeah. if you keep do if you keep being a superhero long enough, eventually you're going to have like middle-aged well, spread and yeah. Well, and, yeah. Know, Thor, Thor's Dark what, Knight explores that pretty cool. Old? Yeah. He's a couple thousand. Couple thousand. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, well, but here's here's the coolest part about this is we also had uh, Peter A. Parker. I think they, they I don't even know if they gave him a, a, an initial, but Peter Parker, the first one, where we, we start off, and that's it's voiced by Chris Pine. I think they just call him yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, but that yeah. that is the that is the antipodes of Spider Man. Everything is is great about him. He you know he's got the the record deal and you know the cartoon right. and and he is like everything is going his way. You know, he's 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 yeah. the top notch Spider-Man. He's in perfect shape. Well, he this. still claims the whole Spider-Man three when he's dancing around. But we don't talk about. That. Oh, God. so he does yeah. have that. I, I like it how they pulled out those scenes straight from the uh, the Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Well, the, Sam Raimi. They did, yeah, they did the kiss. And, they and did I, the upside down yeah. kiss. And they yeah. had the, 
the 70s Spider-Man cartoon with the, I had an awesome theme song. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was pretty cool. And a popsicle, right? <laughs> yeah. The popsicle, which oh my. was a mess. Now that was, was like no, that was half. That was well represented. It was because if you if you've ever bought that, that's exactly what that shit looked like. Yes, and I know exactly. that because and that's I not a melt. That, that wasn't a melted one. That was nope. a legitimate one. I that's remember right that out of the bag, hard frozen. Because they also have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like that, and they're just as bad. Like I've heard kids scream when they open up the packages. Like what the hell? It's like I got a t- I wanted a turtle and I got a thing. What the hell is this? You know. Um, but yeah, th- so we had the two different iterations of, of Peter Parker and Spider-Man, you know, we got the, the optimum Spider-Man and then the not so optimum Spider-Man, which I thought was, was really cool. Um, then, uh, Haley Steinfeld, uh, Gwen Stacy, uh, was incredible. Um, Gwanda. I knew about Wanda, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't understand that as much. I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, it, I still, I'm like, why, why would she need to change her name? Like, there, there. I mean, I understand she was from a different dimension, and but he wouldn't have known Gwen Stacy, or uh, it was just well, he doesn't. But she doesn't know that there's not another Gwen Stacy in well, his no she, universe. Well, she knows she's from a different universe at that point, right? So, but she doesn't know that there's not another somebody else with her name. Well, there's in the there same is school, right? That well, that was yeah, yeah. That's, it was that's fair. Weird. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's a good. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah, but, that's good. Yeah. But it was just one of those that was kind of like, well, that was weird. But I thought she played it up great. I loved how she ended up with her haircut. Um, I yeah, thought that was well played I out. It looked awesome when you had the whole handprint on there. It was like, wow, <laughs> that's a pretty bitchin' style. You know, well, yeah. that's someone that's really good with clippers, too, to get the fingers uh, individually <laughs> right. like that. Because uh, normally it would just been great, great, great. But yeah, no, it, yeah. It, it's, uh, I thought she did a great job. And, and she's actually one of my favorite characters in this. Um, I agree. Again, I've never. Yeah, she's a great sick character. I've never read her comics, but apparently she's she's pretty popular. Although, even Miles Morales and they're they're popular characters, but their their titles don't really sell that well. So that's an interesting thing too. It's like well, there's a lot of these titles that I never heard of until this well, movie yeah. came out. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's part of it too. I mean, Peter Parker. You know, I remember when I was collecting in the mid '80s, there was three separate titles for spider-man and they were all selling like every every week they were all oh, selling really? yeah mm-hmm. there was uh the amazing spider-man there was peter parker the spectacular spider-man and web of spider-man all three of them were going consistently together month to month and i was buying all three of them all and they, marvel yes yeah wow they, I guess and they so, were all right? different stories but then they also sometimes tied together so it was really weird it was, it was like <laughs> It, it was interesting, but yeah, they were able to do that. But like some of these others haven't had the sales that, you know, but people like the characters. So it's interesting. Right. Um, we talked about, uh, okay. Now this was a question. How do you say his name? Mar, Marshala? Marshala Ali. Marshala. Marshala Okay. Uh, his uncle Aaron. <laughs> oh, no. Great, great character. Yeah, okay. for sure. Um, and his, his voice acting was amazing. What I really liked about, I mean, he, he, he had that uncle feel about him at when he's Uncle yeah. Aaron. But when he's the Prowler, oh, some yeah. of the coolest things about that had nothing to do anything else than just audio. There's that mm-hmm. sound when, when he's, like, moving and coming through. And it's kind of like, you know, it's like some superheroes get their own theme song. He got his own sound effect. 
He's kind of like he's kind of like an Autobot yeah. that way, where like you, you know when Optimus Prime is around because he's got a, a sound effect, not not like yeah. a music. And I was I was it, just something about it was really cool. Now the Prowler is also a probably D-list villain normally for Spider-Man, but they amped this up in this in this story. They brought they 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 took this this D-list villain and made him A-list essentially. Yeah, I never again never heard of him before until most people had this. Yeah. Hey, does anyone here know about the Comics Code Authority? Me. Nina, no. I'm looking, <laughs> I, I'm, I know. I know. <laughs> well, I know that this this movie got the approved by the Comics Code Authority, which was a big deal in Marvel, and it kind of mm-hmm. like villains had to follow. There was like certain it was moral it, c- it, codes that yeah, it's, it's, had to follow. It started. It started in the fifties because there were um, mm-hmm. they had like horror comics, like EC comics, and you know House of you know Tales from the Crypt and House oh, yeah. of Horror and all this stuff. And if you've ever read any of those, some of them are really grotesque, like really gory and bloody and scary, really. And then at the same time, there was people who were kind of questioning, like, uh, you know, why does Wonder Woman always have to tie guys up? You know, what's going on there? And (laughs) and they asked for it. And, you know, the concerned moms of of america as they always do had you know complained and complained and complained and finally they had um congressional hearings like should we do you know should we ban comics should we come up with some kind of system and the comics company said okay we'll have there were certain rules that they had to follow and also if you had to adhere to if if a comic was approved, it got the stamp approved by the Comics Code Authority. Oh wow! And so, and the thing is, like with X-rated movies, anything that didn't get the Comic Code Authority just went under. So, like EC Comics, which did Tales from the Crypt and a bunch of horror comics, they had to stop publishing, and they they morphed into Mad Magazine. Oh, interesting. And, oh, really? Yeah. And, um, you know, and then so for for a couple of decades, all comics had this CCA stamp on it. And then in the late 60s, early 70s, there were some independent comics that like underground comics. But again, they they couldn't be sold in drugstores like all the other comics. They were sold in like head shops and stuff like that. Well, like, was it like heavy metal? What about heavy metal? I'm sure they didn't get the stamp. No, right. But they kept going. Right, like heavy metal and furry freak brothers and Omaha the cat dancer and Fritz the cat and all that stuff. But they were probably um, like protest prints. You know, it's like I'm not going to well, buy, yeah, buy that, these rules. Yeah, exactly. I'm, it was right. It was, well, no, it was, what it was is you're not going to be on the spinner rack and you're not going to get picked up by a four year old, ten year old. You're gonna you're right. gonna get picked up by the eighteen to to twenty eight to fifty it's, or whatever. Yeah. Is it? It's kind of uh, so, kind of coincidence that this slowly disappeared in 2011, which is the same year that the Miles Morales character was first introduced but this movie well, got the uh, got the code comic seal of approval or whatever so um, i mean it's it is it is one of those things that like um it's not as important anymore because comics aren't sold on spinner racks at drugstores anymore mm-hmm. um sure. but but especially like in the 80s and 90s the the 
uh, artists had a lot. Some of the artists had a lot of fun with them. There's a there's a very famous cover of She Hulk, where she's like holding a towel over herself, just barely, mm. but it has the Comics Code Authority uh, design mm. on the towel. And, <laughs> if i'm not mistaken that was a that was a write-in by uh uh, fans that they said if they get enough write-ins about this that she'll pose uh uh you know topless or something like that but they did they then she and that's essentially what they did they just didn't you know they they said oh yeah but we're going to cover with a towel but underneath she's topless or whatever it was yeah Yeah. (laughs) so so yeah so that that was a big it was really big in the 50s it was it was big when comics were primarily sold to children in, like I said, like in drugstores. And, you know, I always talk about I got into comics because there was a 7-Eleven between my bus stop and my house. And they had one of those spinner racks and I would just go in there. My brother would play video games and I'd read the comics. And, yeah. you know, and <laughs> your brother, so, this brother right here. Yeah, this brother. The right only here, brother yeah. she has. <laughs> yeah. So, um. You know, when that that kind of went away, which I still think I still think is a shame. I still wish comics, I wish they were, too. I, I wish comics, especially comics marketed to children, were more freely available to them in places where they could buy them. Like, well, not not only that, make them affordable right now. Like you go in right. and buy a comic. They're all well, how three, much? Are, yeah, they're three yeah, fifty to four dollars per comic. Right. And they're like and, 16 pages, 17 pages. It's ridiculous. Right. And you, and you have to take the kids to the comic store. Like, you know, like we take Claire to the comic for a free comic book day. We always. Right, right. Yeah. We always go and she gets the free comics. But it, at the same time, I'm like, anything in the store that you want, I will buy you. <laughs> and because she doesn't like to read. So, and I want her to. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got into reading. Yep. I didn't so, like reading you know, until I did comics. Right, so she would get like My Little Pony comics and all that stuff, and that's fine. But, yeah. like, it's, you know, the comic readership keeps going down, and I think yeah. it's because it's hard to get new readers because it's an investment of time and money, and it's like. I think it's more the money than the yeah, time. Yeah, and it's. And, and you have to seek them out, and somebody, usually someone like lends you one and says, Hey, you should give this a try. And people talk yeah. about, Oh, what's, what's a good comic to start with if I'm, but the thing is, it's like, you know, you'll see a debate. It's like, Hey, if I want to get, if I want to read comics, what's a good one to start with? And people will be like, Oh, you should start with, you know, the Phoenix saga and X-Men, or you should start oh, with shit. this or that. And shit they can't and get start with the ultimates. Yeah. Or the ultimates or something like that, but something that's in a, um, that's in a graphic novel. And the fact that the matter is, the first comic our age group and older was was like part 17 of a 22 part uh, right uh iron man uh issue that was just we had no idea what was going on but it was like the coolest thing we'd ever seen you know yeah, and yeah. so you know i'll say also this you know i'll bet you there's a, a degree of um how can I say this? Like parents that don't want to let their kids go into a comic shop because there's so much, it feels like there's so much motivation these days for kids to be good in school and to focus on studies. And they have to do like, you know, it's so hard to get into college these days compared to when we were going to college and all that kind of stuff. And it's like their parents are like, I don't want you going in there because that's going to take all your time. You're going to become a comic nerd or a gaming nerd. And then you're not going to focus on your studies. You're not going to get into college. So no, you're not going into the comic shop. 
And 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 not only that, I don't know how it is out where you guys are, but the comic shops here are not particularly welcoming to if you're yep, if you're not kids. if yeah, if you're not a guy who's like You're saying Clark's trading isn't welcoming to kids? They're not open well, anymore. Well it's whatever I know it's not Clark's yeah, trading. But like, but no, they're not know, even yeah, they're, what yeah, Dan Radovic nope. took over and it's still and, and it closed nope. too. Yeah. Yeah. If oh, you're not wow. a, if you're not a sixteen to twenty nine year old white dude who knows everything um, about everything? They kind of. I don't of know get... if that's true. That's not true. Okay, it's that's... more if it's more if you don't come in there with money to spend, they're not going to yeah, give you. Yeah, the you got to come in with money to spend, and if you want to like talk to, I mean, the clerks are usually okay to talk to you because they're trying to sell you stuff, but the other people who are in there shopping are always like, it's like you'll be like, oh, you know, I I saw if you if I went. If I was 13 years old and I went into a comic shop and I said, I just saw Spider-Man across the universe or, or across the Spider-Verse and I thought it was super cool and I want to get some Miles Morales comics, everybody in the store would look at me like, who is this dweeb? And, well, you know, and who let her in? And Well, they touched on that in, in uh, Big Bang Theory, right? Oh, they uh, did? Oh, God. Yeah. The, when they show the comic book store and a girl walks in. They all lose their shit. They don't know what the fuck's going on. And it could be like, a 13-year-old girl, too. They they were like, oh, shit. And so I get that. Um, I think now, and, and this this is really because a lot of it has become very uh, monetary motivated. Most comic book shops that I know of now are also game shops. And they make yeah. more money off of game uh, card games and role-playing than they ever do off of comics. So the comic book section is depleted very well underserved and they don't give a damn about it as much and and collectibles i'm telling you yeah I, oh it's I, all about the the Todd I, McFarlane I, and all that stuff you mean I, yeah i'm good it's mostly cards, cards. it's I mostly to, card games well, i hate true. to say that we have a few but i am like i am good and sick of funko pops at this point like i mean they're fun but like you go in and you go into the, the comic store and there's like you know, 500 different ones, and most of them are yeah. things you never heard, or like the 16th variation of Doctor Strange. Exactly. And, <laughs> right. it's like, and it's like, all right, guys, enough already, you know? I, <laughs> I can say I don't own I don't own a one fun pop, thank God. I, I mean, I, I, have, have... I have a few, and they're ones that I love. I have, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Captain Marvel, because I love them. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, like I said, I just... like, they're, I love the turtles. I just couldn't get them. I'm like, I don't like the big head look, yeah. <laughs> so it just doesn't do anything for me. Uh, but no, I get. But yeah, I think if comics really want to make a comeback, they need to figure out a way to get away from uh, costing so much. Get away from putting them on this this better paper. Go back to the old newspaper print. Go back to to just putting these out for a dollar a piece a dollar i mean even if they were a dollar 25 dollar 50 at the most and these and put them on spinner racks in stores i remember going every time we went to the grocery store my daughter grabbed the um the archie comic book yeah. that was at the thing and she would read it the whole time we were in line we literally would have to drag her away yeah. if they could get back to that comics would come back but no it's all about I got to have six variant covers and they're all got to be fucking foil you know, and, I th I think and they're going to cost $8 I, each. I think when adults started collecting them as investments. Fucking adults and, ruin everything. And they had to be on acid-free paper and, uh, you know, like, yeah, like you said. Board like and bag, man. Covers. You got to board and bag board your comics. If you're board not board and bagging yeah. your comics, you got to buy two. Yeah. One to board <laughs> and bag and one to read, right? One to read. 
I, and you yeah. got to read with your special gloves on and yeah. But but yeah, it's like I mean I mean they should be you're right. They should they should put some out on newsprint. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I mean, I don't know if I don't know if stores would even sell them anymore. Well, but let's, yeah, like, then we should they we, should be a we, we should rejoice at the fact that the MCU new phases of the MCU suck because the, maybe there, <laughs> maybe there's someone who's like infiltrated the board of the MCU and is like, you know, feeding these theories into people's minds that these are the, these stories that they're putting out now are the ones we want to watch because he's really trying to sabotage them so that people will stop going to the theater because as, as long as they're putting out good MCU movies, nobody is going to the comic book stores. And so maybe well, if they the, the, keep churning out the crap they are, the I, movies I, did <laughs> get a reinsurgent of, of comic books buying, and, and um, I, I, I can even attest to it. Uh, I went and bought um, the Marvel Universe uh, uh, subscription so I can read uh, digital comics, Yeah, which yeah. not as fun as reading a real comic, just something yeah. about it. And I think it's because my eyes are old and I have to zoom in to read everything, which, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, it does take away from it a little bit. But Do you have, do you have a Kindle? Or do you I, have have a, I, I read it on my iPad. Oh, okay. Because uh, the Kindle Comics Unlimited, they have where it zooms in and then you tap I, it and it goes to the, But the thing is, it moves the way. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I like to be able to see the whole page so I can look at my. And then if I have to zoom in to read it, then I do it. But I do not like when it zooms from. Um, Portion to portion, because then I'm like, I like, I like to see it like old school. Like I flip the page and I see the whole page. So yeah, I get but, it. Does it, but does I mean, it mimic the page turn? Does it mimic the when you no. get the page turn? It doesn't. Mimic that would it. that would that would be cool too, though. But how many yeah. how many bookstores do you see anymore? How many libraries do you see anymore? How many? Right. You know, there's so many things that have gone away because yeah. I mean, we have access to to streaming services. We have access to the internet, uh, music. You can't even go to a record store anymore. How do you distribute music? I mean, yeah. how do you do it? It's just Napster. <laughs> I, I, I had a friend a couple a month ago. I, I, I we've always swapped music, and I, I, I called her up and I said, I got this new album. How can I get it for you? I want you know, can I buy you a CD? Do you still have a way of listening to it? If I yeah. give you a CD, she's like, yeah, that'll work. And so I, I got her a CD. But, but I mean, you have to check with people. How do you, how do you even gift right. music? Well, how do you, right. so. I mean, we, we have a pretty big library in our town, and they actually have two large sections, one in the children's section and one in the adult section of graphic novels. Yeah. Um, so, but I'll tell you this, a lot of them are, are the Japanese manga. A lot of them. That's oh, big. Yeah. Yeah. At least, yeah. At least, yeah. yeah. But I think... Which are interesting, but you got... Get, well, we're getting back to this movie. I, I mean, I think this is <laughs> as close to a comic book as we're going to get to from for for audience. It is. Yeah. It is. It is with. And then the second one is is as much as the comic book, um, and we'll talk about that next week. But you're right. It is very much, um, and it, it it was inspired by a lot of really cool comics, and these guys put a lot of work into it to make it comic book feels right. We even got a Stanley animated, uh, yes. uh, cameo. Um, yeah, cameo. Which selling, uh, the, selling the the Spider-Man Spider-Man. costume. That was Which, beautiful. I thought I thought he was, I thought that was beautiful the way he did that. Well, it's interesting too because that was actually after his death. Uh, this was released, and so oh, they got to do his voice. No, no it was it was, it was, was him. Voice. Oh, but it but it came out after he had he had I see, he filmed it before he got to they yeah. filmed it before he died. They they just recorded it. He he didn't need to film for the. Well, part. that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> 
good, so good appointed uh, clarity, Noah. Thank you. <laughs> but the cool thing is, is is what he says. You know, he, he asks if it, uh, you know will it fit, and he says it all it it always fits at, uh, at some point when it's supposed to, eventually, which is a yeah yeah eventually, and that is a and it comes back in this movie, um, and it's 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 a good it's it's this this model that they're trying to get out and this this idea that you know. Anybody can be the the man behind the mask, and anybody can be the Spider Man. And it's when you s- decide to step up and and do the right thing and and take that leap of faith and stuff like that. And I, I was just going through IMDb uh, trivia, and they had a, a section where they were talking about this, and they wanted they wanted this movie to be something that uh, you know kids could 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 be feel like they could be the hero, and adults could feel like they could help them get there. And so that, that's a part of this. And, oh. and, and it was really cool. Cause it does have that. I mean, you know, we got the different Spider-Mans. We got the Jake Johnson, Spider-Man, um, Peter B. Parker, who, who basically he's like, I'll, I'll teach you. And, and, you know, his, his life was ruined because he didn't want kids. Right. And that's what broke up him and, and, uh, um, Mary Jane. Well, Mary Jane. I was like, well, no, he's not with her. But yeah, Mary Jane, uh, because he didn't want kids and they came back and, you know, that's his whole thing. And like, he has some, some of these great lines, like they're doing, um, they're doing something and, and something comes up and he literally goes, do I want kids? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. and it's, it's kind of like this, he gets to be the, the, you know, the father figure and he realizes, Oh, this isn't so bad. And so I thought that was pretty cool. And, and, you know, he gets to have that redemption in himself. Um, they all kind of get a little little bit of a, a redemption side of themselves. And also the wisdom that they feed Miles comes back towards them in the end. You know, it, it kind of, Miles gets to say something to them with the wisdom they imparted on him. He gets to yes. share something that kind of lets them, you know, like 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 you said, like, are you going to have kids? I mean, that that's almost like uh, returning the wisdom that, that he learned from from this Spider-Man. He's going he's gonna to well, put it right back towards him. Cause he learned it. we got that leap of faith moment right, right. Uh, right. Part, exactly part of this was yep. is like he, the, you know the the whole premise was is that they needed to destroy the super collider one of them had to stay behind to do it and they all volunteered because that's what spider-man does uh-huh. they all right. step up to do it and uh and so but miles is like no no i got this i'll do it and then they're like you're not ready right and so he gets he gets you know tied up because he's he's not he's basically not ready they're they're like you you won't get it done um, mm-hmm. And he had to grow up and, and, and before he left, he said, hey, kid, you know, he's like, well, when will I know? And he's like, you just have to take that leap of faith, which he actually does. And they got this great cinematographic. I, I love animated that is the most beautiful. The falling image. upward. Yep. Yeah. So he's it's falling, amazing. but he's rising. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just crazy. And, and uh, so then but then at the end, you know, uh, Peter B. Parker, he's like, hey, you can I need to stay and do this. And he's like, no, you need to go back and, and finish your life and stuff. And he's like, you got to take that leap of faith. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then he drops yeah. it and he's like, oh, damn, he reversed it on him. And so, and it works out. Uh, I like in that, you know, when he's he's zipping around in there too and, and uh, Spider-Gwen and, and Peter B. Parker are sitting there, they're like, did, did you teach him that? And she's like, no, none of us taught him. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, nope, and you didn't teach him that. So it was, it was like, it was pretty funny. Uh, you know, he kind of like, he just gets in his own. I mean, we, we see that too. That one of the things, if, if it's very slight, um, I didn't actually catch it. I heard someone talk about it. When 
he goes in and he's looking at all the suits in the in the spider cave, which was fucking phenomenal. I thought I thought that was a fun thing too. Uh, he's like a foot shorter than all those outfits, right? But then when he comes back and he actually puts one on, you know, he kind of create he he modifies it himself by spray painting and stuff. Yeah, but it fits, and it's yeah. like the it'll fit when it needs to fit, right? Yep. You know, it yeah. always fits eventually, and it was like that's that's perfect, you know, timing. Um, so that was that was really cool. Like, there's a lot of little stuff in this, and they don't throw it in your face. Like, hey, look at the message we're giving you. Look at the message we're giving you. It's like, nope, yeah. we're gonna entertain you, and if you pick it up, good. <laughs> well, and that's similar to comics because it's like it seems like movies these days so much they kind of do beat you over the head with this stuff, and then like, yeah, they do. Comics they never really did that. It's like comics they just kind of let it organically happen. Yeah, and I think they did the same thing with this movie to to yeah. some degree. You're 100 percent correct on that. I, th- I think you're you're right. Uh, it, it was. It was just we're we're gonna let it happen. So and talk about facing yeah. your fears. One of my favorite lines is when Noir is looking at the Rubik's cube and at the end saying, <laughs> "I'm taking this cube thing with me. I don't understand it, but yeah. I will." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like when he's laying on the couch yeah. the first time he says it. He goes, "Is this is this purple?" <laughs> yeah, right. Because he can't see the colors. Right. He can't see <laughs> color. That's the funniest thing. It's like there's no reason he shouldn't be able to see color, but they just like play that up so much, and it's just yeah. so hilarious. Reminds, the way they yeah, do it. reminds me of Carl Sagan talking about the flat world and you know not being yeah. able to see the third dimension. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think uh, I think Spider Noir is one of the funnier. Uh, versions in the, like it, it's all serious, but it's funny at the same time. Where uh, Spider Ham is <laughs> is just straight out Looney Tune funny. Yep. Yeah. Um. You know, and and <laughs> I like it. I like it when he drops. Stick. Yeah. He drops right back into his world, and he goes, well, "That's all, folks." I'm like, <laughs> is, he, is he allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the know. thing that's like kind of funny about it. It's like it's almost like a little throwback to Roger Rabbit. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. it's like Roger Rabbit. Obviously, they're never ever going to be able to make a movie like Roger Rabbit again. Because every single comic, oh, like it was yeah. Looney Tunes and Betty Boop yeah. and and like just all all the different Disney. Everybody was represented sure. in that movie. Yeah, it's like that would never happen now. It's like everybody's too just, money hungry. Too many. Somebody too much was money. so under the radar when they made. No, that you movie. know how they do they it. Just Di- like Disney's trying to do it by buying everyone out. So once they get the, you know, once they own it all, <laughs> they can do they Roger can, Rabbit they, too. Once they get everything, well, they can do. Yeah, but they'll Roger lose its Rabbit. charm because it's no longer people working together. It's just everyone's been bought. Well, out that's what it was, yeah. and that's why it worked so good. Is everybody was like, "Look, we're not doing this to to make anybody certain money. We're we're doing this to make a good movie," and and that's kind of yeah. gone away now. It's like, I read an article today. Um, and it was talking about uh, superhero movies that have lost money, right? Have, have, have lost thousands, millions of dollars. And uh, so one of the funny things they're talking about is like it cost, you know, it was like a $20 million budget and it made, you know, $20, 29000000 million. And I'm like, well, that's not a loss. And they're like, and they're looked to lose $50 million. I'm like, uh, do you guys know fucking math? <laughs> So well, the thing they don't the thing they don't factor into a lot of that because I've heard that talked about on some podcasts. The thing they don't factor into it is like the marketing. Yep. Like when they do okay. the budget for a film, it's like paying all the actors, paying you know, paying for production, all that kind of stuff. But marketing isn't one of the the things that's factored into it. Then they're not putting their right budget together because that is part of the fucking budget. I agree. I'm sorry. I agree. And, but it and, doesn't factor into who's making money and who's not making money. That's all. Right. I, but. Uh, it just it's stupid. It's like you don't tell like okay then then they well then they use that same thing to go back and look how much money we made. 
well, you're not giving us all the numbers again. So it's like yeah, you, no, you, you it. fudge it when you want to fudge it one way and you fudge it when you want to fudge it the other way. And so, but it's all about money. And, and that's what's really yep. sucking about a lot of the shit. I hear you. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Great voice acting in this. Uh, one of the oh things. That, yeah. Um, so Brian Tree Henry uh, plays uh, Miles's dad. Wow. Um, and this is this is uh, you know I, I, th- I listened to a couple different podcasts about this and and a lot of the the emphasis on this was um, they were talking about how it really represented a a thing that's not necessarily there like a a uh, a two parent family in in a in a uh, in a minority family, like a black, you know, a black dad that's there as a positive figure. Like they're like, you don't get that a lot. Not only that, but a black man, that's a f- cop. Right. So they're like all the, like they're going against the stereotypes right away. And not only that, but a loving father. I mean, when he drops him off in front of the school, say, I love like, you. Yeah. Right. He's like, you got to yeah. say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I was like, that's fucking cool. But it just, it, it's one of those things is like, why is that? Why is that so hard for uh, people to to believe? I it's just it's yeah. it was done so well and 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 you know I I've known fathers like that black fathers like that so I I don't get the why everybody believes it's so hard to to believe. Well, well it's yeah. also it also inspires families out there that like like look this is this is how even when you're struggling when you're 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 in New York there's a lot of a lot of diversity that you're you know a lot of class class in in imbalance that you have to work with you can still provide this level of support and and work it out you know i mean so i i think do we do movies have to do this no but but it's it's nice (laughs) sometimes maybe that's part of the code of code the stamp of approval that that they got because they went this direction but but i think it it warrants Warrants applause when when they put these good role models, especially when they yes. fit them fit them in in a way that doesn't quite fit the norm, but but right. is is well. And it's not thrown in your face like it like anything either. It's not like a uh, a virtual signaling kind of thing either. It's like listen, this is just this is what a good dad looks like, regardless of of color, race, ethnicity, or you know. Well, uh, yeah. well at least a dad you know. that's trying. You know that you know he struggles. He's got his own issues, but but yeah, he puts. Oh shit! That puts, conversation, the 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 through the door. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! I, oh, yep. I, I mean, Bo. I mean, you only have your dog to talk to, but the rest of us have children. It's like when <laughs> when when you're when you're looked at as the bad parent. And you and you have to you know you have to talk to your kids for real and and like say hey you know it, it's tough it, it, you know because you can't always be their friend but you, sure. you know you always want to show them your support I mean I'm sure you do this with your dog and I'm sure he sits on the other side of the door and goes whatever fuck yeah right but <laughs> story of my life so but it's one of those it was such a moving thing and and you know it's one of those things is like he's tight Miles is tied up on the other side so he can't even answer him and you're like oh man just. Talk about a, a dagger to his dad's heart kind of thing, because he can see the shadow moving, so he knows he's in there. And it's like yeah. fuck, but, you know. That's, that's but it, yeah. it, it turned out that it was the inspiration that Miles needed to get him over that hump, to get him to finally right you know, do his leap of faith and and to associate that with parenting and say, you know, parenting is is there is a value to it if you can if you put your best foot forward and just even if you don't think you're doing it right, just try. And it has an effect sure. on kids. And so that was yeah. a good message, I thought. You know? 
Well, I mean, we got a lot of parenting in this. If you think about it, he gets he gets parenting from from Peter B. Parker. He gets parenting from his uncle Aaron. He gets parenting from his father, from his mother. He gets he gets it from all of them, and and they're all and, good and messages. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Aunt May was great in this. I I love. <laughs> Lily Tomlin. Yeah, I know. Right. Can you believe that? I mean, she was awesome. Yeah. Well, not only that, but it was one of those is like, it's, it's a different Aunt May than we've ever got. We've always got the frail Aunt May until we got, you know, the, the young, uh, hot Aunt May in, in the latest ones. Um, but it was, it was kind of like, it's almost like a, a Batman-esque, uh, it's almost like she's Alfred to, to, uh, you know, Batman. Is, <laughs> they had the Batcave, the certainly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, which was even great. Cause you know, you're going down, you got the spider buggy and the spider motorcycle and all that, which, you know, it, the cartoons from when we were kids all had that stuff in it. So I was like, Oh my God, this is all of our, you know, this is, this is fan service to us, you know, 40 yeah. and 50 year olds. Um, but yeah, she in all the uh, the suits, just like you know, you get uh, in Batman's cave when he had all the suits in in I uh, can't remember which one it was, but it it's just so cool. And then she's the one that made him the 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 web shooters, you know. It's just right. it's so freaking cool. Uh, I read somewhere they were talking about how she's like uh, the kick ass version of a uh, um, of an Alfred, uh, you know. Uh, where I'll have to find it again, but yeah, that was that was so cool. But she was an integral part of this. You know, they all knew that's where to go, right? Yeah, you know, that's where they all meet. Well, they up. all knew there was an Aunt May, right? I don't know yeah. if all of them had an Aunt May, but they all had a a. That's a weird thing. Okay, so yeah, that's interesting because they're not all Peter Parkers, right? Uh, Gwen wasn't a Peter Parker, but she, I guess, she didn't go to Aunt May, but um. I guess the other she, ones she are talked about her father. So maybe her dad was. Well, yeah, that's, you know, you'll get a little bit better story in the next one about, uh, about spider Gwen, which is, which is kind of cool. You get a backstory on her where it, it kind of shows, but yeah, I guess they, all three of them were a Peter Parker variation, right? Noir, Peter Parker and, uh, and, um, uh, Penny Parker. They, so yeah, they would have all had an Aunt May, I guess, figure, figurehead. So yeah. Um, but I thought that was really cool how, how she kind of was this. Not only that, but someone brought up like it, they had uh, three strong women of, of um, uh, what is, uh, what's the acronym for the science thing now? Um, STEM. STEM. STEM, yeah. yeah. STEM, yeah. STEM, both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, you got her and you got Doc Ock, right? Well, how do you who, feel about Doc Ock being a woman, Noah? Didn't bother me. Because that's, okay. that's actually in the comics. There is a Doc Ock that's in the comics as a female. Oh, there is? And they did it correctly. She takes over when the, the original Doc Ock retires, and, and her name is um, Olivia Octavia, um, and she's like a niece or something like that. And that's fine. That's what I mean. Like, I don't mind when pe- – I, I, I am one of those that I hate when they take a figure and just swap it for no reason. But when they have an actual iteration that is like I'm taking over the mantle – then and I'm not replacing. I'm 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 doing it. I'm a different person, but we both coexist. That's what, fine. I, what I, if, I'm okay with that. I, if they hadn't come out with the 2011 Miles Morales comic and they brought that to the screen in 2018 I, with the same story as the comic, where it was the comic was his name was Peter Parker and he was what, just black. Well, no, no, no. This, this, the comic that introduced Miles Morales, and if they brought that directly to the screen, how would how would that have bothered you? Because no, because he's not. He's 
He's Spider-Man as a mantle, but he's not Peter Parker. He is okay. a different iteration. He's learning from Peter Parker, and that's that's what I mean. Is like, you know, I think they did it great, and and we get more information of how this actually happens in the second one because I've seen it. You guys haven't because you just said you were okay with Doc Ock being a female because they did it in the comic, and I was trying to see if if they didn't do it in the comic, how you would feel if if this wasn't if that if this wasn't mm. representative of a comic in the past. Would that would you have still no, okay. question? That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. So my my uh, my thing is is I don't want you to just go and replace and say okay, Captain America never existed as it was. It now we're just going to make it a it's going to be uh, a female Captain America, right? Without some kind of actual explanation, they did it with what if, right? They still had Steve Rogers, right? And they show that they swapped places in this, and it's it's a what if. I'm like okay. That's that's a new story. You're not just saying uh, it's the same old story, but now I put a different person in. But but you said when you were younger, there were three iterations of Spider-Man back to back. But it was all it was all Peter Parker. It was all but it was three different comic titles, but it was all the same uh, basic uh, origin story. Um, but they had it was just one like the the Amazing Spider-Man was the original right and that was this that kept that kept run that was like against three hundreds at that time I yeah. believe uh, then there was Peter Parker their Amazing or spectacular Spider-Man so that dealt more with the Peter Parker side so he was less in the suit so we got a lot more personal uh, dealings with you know family and things like that a little bit less suit time and then uh i can't remember what web of spider-man went into some different stuff but it was all the same peter parker essentially was there ever a time in the comics where it bothered you that they brought something out like with uh, gwen gwen stacy i don't know if that if that no it's a new it's a new character a new character i don't mind that i I actually that's what i want them to do i want them to so so it bothered but it bothers you when in in movies when they cast someone that what and they just completely reverse it. And I'm, I'm trying to think of, I mean, what are some of the ones that they've done? I'm just Well, I mean, hand. you talk, I think you've talked uh, about Fantastic the, the Four. The most recent when, Fantastic Four with Michael B. Jordan is. Right. Just, yeah. Yeah. That one actually bugged me because it changes the story. I, I mean, the brother and sister aspect from the, the Sue and uh, Johnny Storm. But don't you right? think they it, could have done, I am sure they've done something like that in the comics. No. They've never done anything not, like that in the comics. Not that they? I know of. Not for Fantastic Four, they didn't. But then okay. they swap. I mean, okay. Here, here's this thing that it it swapped for a pure racial reason or a a pure uh, female to male swap or male to like. You don't see it the other way around. That's what I'm saying. There there is that issue. Now, if you saw it both ways, it'd be different. But you don't. Um, so what I'm saying is, is it bugs me when they take a set character, you know, that has a lot of history and they change it just for the reasons of diversity. Yeah, okay. I, I, I agree if they're just telling the same story. But sometimes you open, you you swap things around, kind of like what if. And it's like it, it introduced new possibilities, new story avenues or something like that. And if the story still holds up and is interesting, that stuff doesn't bother me. I think more power to them. Mix it up, you know, change it up, do all you want. Just make sure you're writing good material. Don't don't do it just for diversity's sake or but but absolutely do it so i i i don't know if that's a difference in uh or can, can if, i give you yeah go ahead yeah yeah go ahead nick yeah. fury right nick fury was a white guy and then i don't know if samuel jackson played him first or they made him a black guy in the comic first i i but, i want to say they they he came out in the comics as a black guy but he what he didn't look like Samuel L. Jackson. Then they had Samuel L. Jackson play it, and then they started drawing him like Samuel L. Jackson. 
So I, I, I agree with you. And this is and I'm that's one that and, did work. I'm not saying I mean, they didn't. You could say it works because Samuel L. Jackson is just there's no better you know, he's such a great actor and it's like I don't mind at all if he's you know, and they did the or they did the same thing having Tilda Swinton play the the, the ancient, the ancient one, one. one. Was the ancient in, one always a guy? It's a a guy and also uh Asian guy. See, okay, and I, I'm okay with it being female in this, and I'm okay with it not being Asian in that case, because the ancient one is a mantle that changed hands throughout the comics. It wasn't always the same guy. Now, it was represented as a, a an old male Asian, which I get for the martial arts side of it, but we're not talking martial arts. We're talking magic. Yeah. So you can't tell me that only Asian uh, history has magic. Right. Especially when you look at Celtics, who actually believed in a lot more than than the Asian cultures, essentially. So she played a Celtic version of an ancient one. So that one actually made sense to me, too. And, but I mean, but it's a mantle. That, but but arguably Disney cast her because the ancient one in the comics is Tibetan and they didn't want to ruffle the Chinese market, but they also changed. But they also changed the story behind it to show that she was Celtic, right? She talked it in a in a Celtic accent and stuff like that. So they they actually went with that. Now let's say, okay, so we talk about a mantle. You have Captain America that was taken over by Sam, right? That's yeah. a mantle change. Now if they would have just came back and said, oh no, uh, there's a black guy that fought in World War One and got frozen in the ice and he's new the new Captain America, I'd be like, really? That's 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 kind of piss poor. Do you want to create a great black character that people can look up to? Create a black character. Don't but take something else and just change the color and say, oh, now it's now it's this. Create one that people can get behind. So that's 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 my biggest thing. I don't have a problem with having diverse characters. I, I love to see everybody, you know, represented. That's fine. I don't care. Write good characters, have good stories, and make them mean something. Don't yeah. go switching things just because. Like, don't go make Luke Cage, uh, you know, a Puerto Rican dude now. Or, you know, to add representation. Or make him Asian. Right? Why, we don't have enough Asians in there. Let's get some Asians. So make Luke Cage an Asian now. You know, that's that would be wrong. And that's yeah. it's the same thing. And it goes the same way. And, and, and that's what I'm saying is most of the ha- times it happens, it's a Caucasian person turned into a, a minority in America, right? Not a minority everywhere because just in America, the minorities are what they are. You go to Africa and whites are minority. You go to Asia, everybody that's not Asian is a minority. You know, it's, it's just one of those things. It's so it's, it's America-centric in that. So yeah. that's all my thing. And that's why I think Miles Morales works because he was a new character. Yes, he's going to come on and be Spider-Man, but he's not even exactly the same as Spider-Man. He has some different powers, right? He has his invisibility that the, the normal Peter Parker Spider-Man doesn't have. He also mm-hmm. has his shock, right? His, his uh, Venom shock that Spider-Man doesn't have, the normal Spider-Man. So he is an iteration of Spider-Man, but he's, and they can swing together. And that's why there was a comic, and when you said, I said it earlier when we first started, Spider-Man. There was a comic called Spider-Man, and that's where they had a lot of these other spider folks oh really and and you're gonna see this you, you think we got a lot in this one the next one is so chock full of fucking spider people it is ridiculous well, I saw i looked at the i didn't i just looked at the imdb page and there are so many uh, i you know, i'm not gonna say i know 
a, a fraction of what there are in there because it's like uh, there's so many of them you can't even tell like you literally would have to have this stop screen look at it count them go oh, that's this this is this um and and they have some crazy ones and, and some fun ones and and they're all legit so it, it'll be I'll, it's gonna be interesting to talk next week about this because it is on a different level than this one I, I think this one set the standard for what they were doing. Uh, I think the Spider-Verse is a, is a very interesting and, and well-done multiverse story compared to what we've seen. And I don't know if you guys seen Flash yet. Um, still haven't, not it's, since it's, we started it, the podcast and you asked it earlier. So. And, and, and it's interesting. I haven't watched it since the podcast started, Noah. Because all, all the MCU multiverse <laughs> movies came out after Spider-Verse. So Spider-Verse was really kind of the the first one on the big screen to, to represent the yes. multiverse, right? Yeah. Okay. But I, well, well, if we want to really talk about it, no, DC did it first. And, and when they released an animated version uh, of uh, this, um, the time crisis, I think uh, it's a, it's a flat, it's the flash story that they just released, but it's an animated version and holy shit is it's not for children. It is very, old. <laughs> would not get the comic code. Yeah. Uh, but I it think I was is meeting mainly those, for Marvel and, and as far as the MCU, yeah. this was the first and Marvel. One. Yeah. And Marvel is probably is an MCU though. So. Done it the worst of the three right now, I think almost. Well, they've gotten themselves um, a little inter- entangled in this yeah. as I'm um, like it, like if if they want to bring a character back, it's easy to just bring him back from another universe and you know yeah. give him a cameo. But they did a really good. Um, but also, Spider Verse was a a comic book uh, series where they really did delve into a lot of this, and so they had a they had a network to to go back to. They had a story to base it on. So, but they and they did a really good job. And I think also by being able to do this animated, I think it opens up better avenues for them to to kind of work on it. Um, I don't necessarily like the way the the super collider kind of creates it and stuff. I, I didn't like that part of the story and they do a better job in the second one, really explaining how things work in it. So we'll, we'll get to that next week, but I thought it was really interesting how this did bring in the idea of what's going on. We don't know what the spider verse really is in this. That's, and that's the thing where it says into the spider verse, but we really only know that there's other spider man. We don't know what the spider verse is yet. And this is a two-part And you're sequel, saying we right? do find is, out? Yeah, yeah. It's very well explained in the second one. But it's a two-part yeah. sequel, right? Isn't there? They were, yeah. I think they've retitled the second one. It's no longer Across the Universe Part 2. It's like something else, but it's... Uh, yeah. Well, they didn't, they didn't really release the fact that it was a Part 2 until it actually hit that week, and everybody's like, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> it, ends on, it ends on a cliffhanger, and you're like, hey, what the... You well, at least you know there's going to potentially be a new movie, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. They did some great stuff with it, but yeah, this is this is a well done uh, movie, and and like your great acting, uh, voice acting, uh, great animation. Like I said, they set a new standard. Um, so, good story, very good so story. well paced too. It just keeps you engaged. Yeah. And you know what? What's what's really refreshing about this, as exciting as it is, it's really funny. I mean, they they've got Whoa, some right. sharp humor that just keeps you laughing, and it's not all the same style. Like like you said, there's slapstick coming from some characters. There's there's different styles of humor that are littered throughout, but it's really funny. <laughs> well, and the thing I liked about it, one, I mean, I, there was so much I liked about it, and the, I, honestly, the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, eh, okay. <laughs> it was like I wasn't really like the first time I was like I wasn't really into it. I didn't finish it. Like, I think I you fell asleep. Tired. You were tired, yep. <laughs> or whatever. Like, I probably had a rough week or something. Who Whoa, knows? But crazy. the second time I watched it, I was just like, oh, my God, this is 
like it drew me in and then it's just like the cool stuff about it for me was like that they have like the way they keep every time they introduce a character right? it starts the same way like every time they introduce a new spider-man it's like here's a little background yeah on yeah. like the history of this Spider-Man and, and it's almost poking fun at uh you know i, I think we t we all, all remember homecoming how they chose not to do the backstory because they all do it and this is almost like poking fun well, at that is like, we got to do our quick backstory let's recap you we've know. agreed to not talk about backstories anymore in the podcast <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, right, it's like but for this it's important because it's like unless you're a super super fan like you don't not know. Gonna know like i never heard of spider-man noir before like Right. No, like, I never heard of them. Never knew about them, and I used to spend so much time at comic shops. I can't believe I hadn't heard. Of them. And just I had actually just, seen the episode there, the issue that Spider Ham came out in. I do remember it because I I was big into comics in '83. I watched it I on mean, some yeah. videos. I just saw some references to it when they were doing Easter. Yeah, that's when the stuff, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles first came out. Was the end of '83. Oh, okay. So it, the end of '83, '84 is when they hit. So you know what yeah. else came out in '83. G.I. Joe, the real American hero, because that's when I, that was my first ever comic I bought, and that's what got me into comics. Oh, you nice. You know what else came out in 1983? Return of the Jedi, thank you very much. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, but I remember I bought that comic, and that was printed on really nice paper. That was like, because yeah. all the, the comics. Time it was the first time I'd seen one that wasn't newsprint. It was Yeah, on, like, everyone was paper. newsprint. This was like regular, not regular paper, but you know what I mean. Just like just not newsprint paper and it was like right. so different and it was like so cool <laughs> anyway funny i don't uh, you know i didn't i didn't start reading gi joe until like way later in life like after but i was so into the cartoons and the toys fucking had all of it all yeah. of it it was like well, my yeah. literally my favorite like action figure toys so yeah i mean the other thing about this is that sorry i have it on in the background here it's the scene where the dad's talking to the son through the door you guys were talking about before. Yeah. He's got the, the spider web over his mouth. Um, but it's just the way that, I mean, I think Steve said it just a little bit ago, just the pacing and the story and the way it progresses is just like so well done. It's like, you know, it, it keeps you, it keeps you intrigued. It keeps you intrigued. It's not like same thing kind of over and over. It's like something a little bit new kind of every time you know, makes, makes kind of a big difference. So, I mean, yeah. it's just, well, they did a really good job too with the villains in this, right? Yeah. We, it, it doesn't have the same villain problem that some of the, the live actions have well, where they, they kept them a little simple. I thought they really delved. You, you, yeah. you, you were drawn into miles and some of the, the main characters, the villains were a little bit more straightforward. They didn't, I mean, they had, they hinted at, at Kingpin's, uh, you know, backstory, and and mm -hmm. but, but well, mo I was just, yeah. mostly they kept it pretty two dimensional. But that I thought it it didn't distract was, from the from the main characters. So. He in a way was a side villain. I, I would say the main villain in this would have been uh, Uncle Aaron as the Prowler. Right? Okay. He's a he's a villain, but he's you also think he's a, the main villain. Hold on, listen. He, right, yes, I'm, I'm listening. Because he 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 is a villain in this, right? But he's also uh, a catalyst to you know he's he's. Um, that that's that thing that makes Spider-Man become Spider-Man. That's the Uncle Ben kill, right? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, but he was the Prowler, so in a way, he was a villain. Because I, I that, agree, he was a villain, but I don't think he was the main villain. I think I think he. You're right. He was a he was a critical character to the story and the arc of 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 Miles, you know, narrative. But uh, so 
if if we want to say that Kingpin was, I I disagree with that, and I say the situation, like the the Collider, was actually the main villain, and Kingpin was just a part of that, as well as the other psychic. He fights him, but it's not really it's not really between the two of them. Like there's no back and forth, and it's not like he's out to try and kill Kingpin, and he's out. You know, it's it's really him stopping the collider. So really it's the situation is the main villain. Maybe, maybe it was Miles Morales and his whole thing holding him back. He was, he was his own villain. He was so, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. But we can look at it from different dire- direction, but, or from different angles, but uh, there were, there was everyone represented villains. Everyone represented heroes. This was a good uh, well, potpourri I mean, of, of both. I think, I think, well, I think <laughs> the best of the villains too, like the, the, the side villains that we get is, is the Doc Ock character. I think she, a, a Kingpin Catherine was Hall, there. She was, she was, she was, awesome. oh my gosh, yeah, yes. she was so good. Yeah. And not only that, but I love the interactions like with, <laughs> shit. <laughs> with, with her and, and, and the Kingpin, like where he, you know, he's like, uh, you know, have my collider run. It's our collider, you know, behind, <laughs> behind his back. Yeah. Like that was so good. Like that, that, that part of it was actually funny. And, and I think she added a lot of comedy to it. And, but she was also probably the most whoop ass of those. Like she was fucking him up by herself, yeah. you know, in, in some of those scenes. Realistically, I mean, it was Spider Gwen who came in and saved, saved, uh, you know, Miles and, and uh, Peter uh, in that first scene went with her now it was funny too uh someone brought that up and they go they had to have her come in because they can't have a guy hit a woman and i was like well but wait later on miles punches her right in the face like and then yeah. i think i think they all end up hitting her but i was, I was I, but someone was like yeah you had to have a girl come in to save the boys from the from the woman and like, i was like mm. and he and he did it while he was invisible so uh does that count no no <laughs> oh was no it, it was another spot uh, okay. it's it there's it's in that final fight where uh they they end up taking turns it's like the three of them end up kind of tag teaming her and oh, like, right. like punching right. her in different and then and then Gwen and and Miles both hit her at the same time and then she recovers but then gets run over by a truck <laughs> right <laughs> yeah spoiler. but i mean she was she was pretty badass <laughs> right yeah we'll give a spoiler warning um <laughs> But I think it's, she was what, really four cool. years old, five year old movie. Yeah, <laughs> and we're halfway through, the, or more than halfway through the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's it's very very well done, and and this is it's this deserves the all the praise it gets um, on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, and and people have this very highly rated. I think it's probably one of the best animated superhero movies there some, is. Some people have called it their favorite Spider Man uh, in the last twenty five years, or since since the Tobey Maguire ones come out. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I saw some reviewers saying I put that. it better than Tobey Maguire, quite frankly. I think it's better than the Tobey. Spider-Man Maguire. Two is a is a is yeah. a, a favorite of many. The the one with with the, the yeah or the, the Doc Ock from uh, from the Tobey Maguire series, but, uh, but I yeah. you know I haven't gone back and watched those, so I, it would be hard for me to say whether I you know I and I really really liked like Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was so, yeah. so freaking good. So, um, I mean, but it, 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 as far as superhero animation movies go, I think it, it is definitely high, high up there. I can't think of any. Well, how many, how many, many feature I mean, length in theater animated superhero movies have there been? What are the Incredibles? Incredibles 2. Mask uh, of the Phantasm. Are, yeah. Is Incredibles. Yeah. So, is Incredibles. Incredibles. Superhero. Really? 
Really, Bo? You just said that. It's not have you, Marvel have you watched or DC. The movie? It's, it's, have it's you watched Pixar. it? <laughs> it's a family of superheroes. Yeah. Literally, the whole story is about them being yeah, no, superheroes. You're right. You're right. And I, I, I have to say, I that is probably one of my favorite animated movies, uh, Pixar movies for sure. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. It's, it's so for me. This is as it's, it's as good. But I don't know if, if I was sick laying in bed, and that's usually when I watch movies like that. I probably would go back to <laughs> Incredibles. Just I think I would that. too. Yeah, that's 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 got that's so much fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And here's the thing: it could it could have been very different. I know when they were originally making this, it was supposed to be direct to video. Oh, yeah, and it was as they were getting into it, and you know, the people in charge were watching the 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 like as they were starting to finish up some of the footage, they're like, this is really good. Maybe we should consider and making it a movie, making it. Yeah. Releasing it in theaters. So, I mean, this could have, this could have sunk without a trace, really. It could have I was going to say, if it, if it were something and no one would have ever seen it. Well, it would have ended up in yeah. the Mark Hamill is the Joker Batman ones that, like, not everybody yeah. sees. Well, it's just like not everybody sees them. They're really good. I guess the point yeah. is well, well, they're I, still I, I, really good, but they just don't make well, well, you know, I've mainstream. Said the the Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which actually did get released in movies, and I saw it in the theater. But I said, if that had been live action, it would shoot to a live action Batman. It would shoot right to the top of everyone's list because the story is so good. But no one's seen it but me. I mean, yeah. Batman fans have and comic book fans have, but it's not like nobody. I mean, has anybody when, on this podcast say, seen it? I I've seen it. Thank you, Noah. Yeah, I, ha- I have seen it. No, nope. uh, yeah. But I'm also, I'm also one that goes to watch stuff like that. Um, but yeah, you're right. If this would have went straight to video, they would have probably never got a second one, uh, which would have been a shame. Um, Miles would have not got the 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 jump in his character that I think a lot of people now see him and and really enjoy him. Uh, Spider Gwen, same thing. I think that their characters in the Marvel universe has has their stock has gone up to say. Um, as far as people thinking of them as incredible characters, and yeah. so uh, that's cool. Um, I did. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the IMDb right now, and um, there's the picture of him on the front. One of the things that did bug me about this, and and I know uh, some people thought it was really cool because it it really identifies Miles as a as an urban teen because he's wearing Jordan ones, right? And I get it. You know, it's sure got, the Jordan ones and not Air Force ones. No, no they they, yeah, they say it's Jordan ones. Just like forty two is is calling out Jackie Robinson. They're really trying to uh, go to that's, these. That's not that's not a hundred percent known because that was started in the comics, and Bendis uh, Brian Bendis uh, was re- uh, fired from Marvel and went to DC before he ever got a re- real what the forty two was. So it's it's thought that it might be Jackie Robinson, but they're not sure for a hundred percent. Okay, all right. It, it may a lot of people say it might be you know it's the hitchhiker's guide also oh i i, uh, heard, I heard that's what people thought but that wasn't it so okay we're getting our no it, it goes back places. and forth everybody has an opinion and why like i mean i know hitchhiker's guy but what was the what's the what's the nobody knows because he never got a he never got to answer it okay because he doesn't work for marvel anymore but anyways ben my biggest problem my biggest problem with him wearing uh, Air Force or the the Jordan ones is why does his uh, stickiness work through the uh, the shoes? I thought it didn't because when when uh, when 
he almost gets nope. fallen no, off it, the. Because it does. Because he's he's like stands on the side of buildings. Yeah. And stuff. That's my only oh, problem. Okay. With it. No, that's true. It's like I get I it. They I have mean, to have him because it's kind I mean, of the urban kid. He's got a hoodie on and he's got shorts and the the. And I was like, it's a nah. fucking movie. No, it's a fucking animated was, movie. I was gonna say, in the Spider-Man comics, it worked through clothes. It's because he has he has footies. Did Aunt May give him some Jordans that had uh, that? No, had they're 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 literally the Jordans he wears. It's his own okay. stuff. That's what I, I mean. Thought, it's, I, it's, I thought at one point he Kingpin or, or no, his his uncle was holding him off the off the roof, and he was just barely tiptoeing on, but he didn't have any grip because I thought I thought that's why. Well, that's also because he couldn't. No, that, that's still when he had he can't use his powers at will. Um, okay. No, there's there's other there's other pictures of him when he doesn't have them on, but it's also he has them on in some other pictures. And none of the other Spider people really have like. Well, I guess Spider Gwen at one point she looks like she has ballet slippers on and stuff. It's just one of those is like I well, get it. The booties they all have the the suit goes over so, the feet. So you're just calling out shoes in general, not the fact that it's Jordan ones, right? Right. It's okay. just the okay. Jordan ones are is what everybody because it's a, it's a big part of him, but it's also a big part of the urban culture. Right. So they're they're doing it as more, like he's got a hoodie on and shorts and, jo- and Jordans so that it's more like, oh, we got to make him we got to make him a little urban. We got, you know, and I was like, no, just just make him Spider-Man. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, so, it, it's so just, according to Reddit, it isn't an, an adhesive. It's bioelectricity. He reverses the electron attraction of his hands and uh, feet, which lets him attached to different surfaces. So it's not like little, like little, like it's not like in it's not like in the Tobey Maguire one where it showed the little hair. It's not like Velcro. It is reverses the electron attraction. So there's the answer from that's Reddit. There you go, Noah. (laughs) All right, I call bullshit. But anyway, it's just it's just one of those things that support your theory. That's fine. I mean, you're you're no, no. Well, I'm trying to think like just because electronics reverse doesn't mean it attaches though. That's why I was trying to I'm trying to figure out like. You Everything know. has a charge in the world, so he you just know, has to find a reverse charge, right? Yes, this, but this this, this kind of reminds me of the uh, the physics class that wrote to <laughs> DC and said, you know, according to Superman comics, he flies at so many miles per second. Oh, right, right. <laughs> which ex- which exceeds the se- exceeds the speed it's of light, but according to uh, Einstein's theory, nothing can go faster than light. And they wrote back and said, well, you know, Einstein. It's Didn't know Superman wasn't a superhero. No, Einstein, Einstein's uh, formulas are just a theory. Superman's speed is fact. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, and that's, uh, uh, no, it's just one of those things that, like, when awesome. I see it, it, it just kind of bugged me because I was like, I, I get it. But he also, because at but other times know. he doesn't now have you know, one. So it doesn't have to bug you anymore. But so um, yeah, right. there's it's another thing that now. I, <laughs> one of the other things I wish they would have uh, shown too is that. Uh, Spider-Man has um, above superhero strength. Like he is, he is oh, literally he's one of the top three strongest superheroes, right? Yeah. Um, and so I wish they would have shown him like, you know, discovering that. I think that's just always like picking up a car. Like, oh shit, I can do that. You know, I wish they would have discovered so much. He discovered the the being invisible. You know, the he's like. I get, I get your point. It would have been nice, but you can't do it all. Does he realize it? I mean, I don't want to spoiler spoiler enough for myself, but does it happen in the next movie? No, they just they don't touch on it. But it's it's one of those things. Is like for him to do some of the stuff, he would have to realize that he has 
above average strength. I wonder. And yeah, so I, I, yeah, I wonder it would if be they one of those things in the writer's of... room because they do have the scene when he gets kind of hit by the car and he lands the superhero land. And, and so, I mean, there's a little realization that something's changed. And obviously he discovers his his energy, whatever that that venom jolt thing or whatever that yeah his, his venom sting his venom sting and, and and his invisibility so maybe they thought too many discoveries might have been a little busy and and they just decided to key on on a few but that's just for storytelling and pacing so but you, but your well, point that, but, is taken i i get it but they spent so much time of him sticking to stuff they could have easily taken a little bit of that out and put like oh discovering some of the other shit that comes along with spider-man like like why can i lift things up why can i pull myself up you know, without uh, too much effort and swing through the, you know, space uh, on, a, on a web. Yeah. It, just, it was just something that I, I missed. I, I wish it would have been in there. That's all. Um, That's all. <laughs> any, other, any other things about this that you guys found just outstanding or like, oh, my God, this, I, this, I this like, makes I me like, think about it? I like how that they, all the little subtle things that made it clear that Miles's universe was not our universe. And oh, right. Which is right. So, I mean, just like, just like little so things. So it's not like, the six, six, one, six or whatever. Yeah. Or it's just, well, the, it's like, okay, they had the ads, like the different kind. The it different wasn't Planet Hollywood. Like it was like Planet. Right. It was yeah. something else. And some, it wasn't some NYPD. Kind of it was PDNY, right? I think. That was the yeah. one. And he says yeah. PDNY. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I was looking at that. There was uh, some other stories, um, like uh, movie posters in his room that had like just little changes, like different people starring in different movies um, mm -hmm. and things like that, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, the, um, so yeah, it, it definitely is not our universe, and, and it'll be interesting when when you guys see the next one. What what when you look at what's out there, you're like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> So um, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of cool. They, the uh, Spider Verse in itself. This put it this way: this uh, movie makes me want to go read Miles Morales, Spider Gwen, and the Spider Verse uh, series of books. You're talking about the new like, movie or this one itself? This this one. Okay. This one more so than the new one. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, this makes me really want, especially Spider Gwen. I, I and I think uh, people that I've listened to talked about it that know more of this and have read this say that this makes her so much cooler than she is kind of in the comics like oh, the, really? like her comics aren't as good as as what she seems like in this movie not that she's not a good character but the comics aren't as strong same with a little bit of the miles morales i said some of it are good some of it's not as good um and stuff like that so but it makes me want to go know more about this character i think i think miles got I want to say somewhere in like a 60 comic run, which is pretty decent, but they say like towards the end, it, it really falls off and things like that. So, uh, but I guess, you know, the, he's still a decent character and, and, but this makes me want to go read more and understand more of what's going on in, in, you know, um, with that. And the, and the, the character we got at the end, the Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac character, uh, which is Spider-Man 2099. And he goes back to a lot Earth, of... Earth 67 and argues with the Spider-Mans, right? Point, oh, God, yeah. Pointing back and well, forth. We the... <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, yeah, did you not stick around to the end of the credits? It's, it's hilarious. Oh, I guess I did. Very, yeah, very no, you're right. I did. Well, yeah. it's the meme. It's the, the Spider-Man pointing meme, yep. right? Uh, yep. and, and so the, I don't know if you guys noticed it too, but um, it's, they have uh, the James uh, um, 
what's the what's the paper guy? Uh, James hey, Jonas. Jonas Jameson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was voiced by Stan Lee because he's always wanted to play that character in a movie. So they let him do the one like, well, who pointed first? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously Spider Man. And so that's great. Um, so that was uh, something I learned too, and I thought that was Very really cool. cool. Um, what was uh yeah so this is this is it's a very I mean, it's, this is it's it's in my it's going to be in my rotation and I think I really interesting need to buy okay it. I mean that's the thing about it it's a really good movie and I need to get it into the rotation um you we know. should have bought it before the other movie came out you could have got it a lot cheaper I think it's it's gone up just like they always well do, if I wait about <laughs> two months I can once it probably comes get out it. on video I could probably get the the package deal right. You know, they don't always do that, but maybe. They, they did it with John it. Wick. That's how I got John Wick 1 and 2. Oh, I got I got, I got John well, Wick 1 and 2 for 10 bucks. I had John Wick 1, and then I found a, a combo pack that had 1, 2, and 3 in it, so I bought that. Yeah. Um, no, I mean online. I mean, they do Apple. Oh, yeah, like yeah. So Apple do, do, like, combos and stuff. So anyway, Gotcha. But. Okay. Um, yeah, so this is this is uh, interesting because one of the things I'm wondering is, will this, and especially with the, the – um, the success of the, the the sequel, will they start doing more uh, animated uh, Marvel movies? Um, will, will we see a slide away from the, the live action and start seeing more animated I mean, two movie theaters rather than direct-to-video? I don't know about two movie theaters, but there's a lot of animated stuff on Disney Plus right now, and I don't see them slowing down on that anytime soon. Well, I mean, look at What If. Like, What If was, I think... Do you think what yeah. if it's successful? I think so. I, in yeah, general. kind of. I mean, I thought it was good, but not, was it not successful? Every single epi- not every single episode, but I think as a concept, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So I know what you mean about the animated, but I mean an actual movie movie. I I know there's a lot of series. There's a lot of Avengers series stuff. There's a lot of Spider-Man and his friends, but it's not. It's It's like Saturday morning cartoons and not the yeah. movie level. That's what I mean is are we going to see an actual big full two-hour movie script written with some real stories and some real effort into it instead of these and i i love it there's an avengers cartoon that i I watched like four seasons of i really enjoyed but it wasn't this level Yeah, yeah i mean it's i mean this like i said this this seems to be this seems to be lightning in a bottle like i said i think you know they originally wanted it to go direct to video and i think the people making it said all right, we are going to go for broke and just, you know, took some wild, wild swings and and hit hit it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, not to belabor the metaphor too much, but <laughs> I don't I don't know if. And then you know they said, oh, maybe we should release this in theaters, and then they probably shoveled some more money their way. And then with the sequel, it was like this is a proven property and and we know the sequel is going to do great and the third one will probably do great but i don't know if i don't know if they would uh take that kind of a risk right with, it's hard to get investors with, to, to it's yeah it's, it, it's especially with a character that they already have like mm. you know they've already made live action doctor strange movies that have there, that have done okay. Why would they do an animated Doctor? There Strange? is an animated oh. Doctor Strange uh, movie out there um, that I actually think is better than the Doctor Strange live action movie. Okay. 
So uh, if yeah, it might be on Disney Plus. I haven't looked it up, but I, I watch it. It's it's got a it's just got a better story. It's got you know as as good as as uh, you know the the movie was. I think I mean, the animated might, was it better. Could, it could be great, but you're the only one who's seen it. You know, and it <laughs> true, probably. But I mean, it's it's not. I don't hear like people saying. Oh, you absolutely have to find this Doctor Strange animated film. It's so great. Even if I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff out there that's incredibly good, but it just it never got traction for some reason. Right. You know, we all have a we all have a favorite movie that we love that nobody else has ever heard of. You know. Yeah, that's true. I, I think that's we're going to have a big change in the near future because look at all the summer blockbusters that are tanking. Um, and <laughs> that are just, are you know, well, I mean, the flash certainly did. What was the, the, the other one that came out around, uh, around the same time, the little Shazam. mermaid. The, yeah. The, little Pix- mermaid, the, the new the, Pixar, the new Pixar, yeah. right. Did the little mermaid tank. The little it mermaid tank, money. tanked here over. No, wait, it did pretty well, uh, domestically, but overseas, uh, I think people were really resistant to seeing it. Yeah. Didn't but open all, in China the, and, all those Disney uh, live action remakes that they've done have been pretty much lackluster as far as what they thought they well, were. Well, I, I haven't seen it, but I mean, I I, I think the the I have no want to the, see it. The new Indiana Jones is that it's going to tank because the, you know it's got really? such bad buzz and and uh, well, I know why the Flash tanked, right? Because Ez, Ezra Miller is a horrible actor. He's a horrible person. And he's annoying as fuck but, in that movie. But don't you think there's so and, much? And also, and also, I think I think people are. What it, what is there about that movie that's? First of all, the Flash is not the kind of character that's going to drag people out to the theater. It would have to be huh, yeah. a great a great you, movie. Like people, nobody had heard of Iron Man, but Iron Man the first movie was so good, and Robert Downey Jr. was so good that people went to see it and. I just I don't think there's people who are like oh I have to see Flash especially I, because the Flash series which ran for what was seven better years, was More better not. and and ended oh really like, and ended like three months Did, ago who watched it I mean of this <laughs> I watched it podcast. I watched of which one the movie or the series the series both I be I watched it up until about season five and then it kind of gets over its fucking wheels a little bit <laughs> yeah um yeah it kind of like all of those those dc universe stuff like uh arrow got a little bit over its <laughs> over its bow uh they were all pretty bad i think the biggest problem with the flash movie and we'll cover it here eventually i, I think but uh ezra miller uh is an, uh, an unlikable person in this movie and he's an unlikable person out of the movie and i think a lot of people feel that way um yeah. and it how I mean, this is supposed to have come out four years ago. It's been going back and forth. Are they going to recast him? Are they not going to recast him? Um, had they put a different actor in there and and had a different actor, I think it would have been a much better movie and a much bigger movie. I think people it, people would have responded a lot more because it, it's not the story is not bad and and uh, Michael Keaton uh, kills it. He is the best part of the movie, and in, in it, well maybe not the best part, but he's pretty damn tight in that movie i could imagine i mean i can only imagine seeing him like i would it, be nostalgia seeing wise him, seeing him come up in that movie i'd have lost my mind like, they did a lot of that there's a lot of that great stuff but the, it's ezra miller is so much in it and he's so annoying and 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 I'm, I'm i'm playing my hand here like i enjoyed the movie i hated him pretty much every minute of it really yeah and, that, did, and that's did you come in hating him or did was it the movie that did it it's it's part the movie 
He's just an annoying. Oh, oh, okay, but 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 you came in with a negative. I didn't too. care. I didn't care either way. I didn't like. like okay, didn't well, like he's him got. And I wasn't. He, he is hated on the on the internet. So you know. So yeah. No, and, so and I, think that I know. Had a lot to I know he's got family. issues, but yeah. I don't have a problem. Like I'm like I'm not gonna go see. I'm not gonna not go see a movie cause, just because he's in it. But he is very annoying as a character in this, and then it makes you think of the other stuff. You're like, oh, you're kind of annoying person outside this movie too. Yeah. So it it you know it's it's. I talked to a guy I work with, uh, Jeff, uh, today about it, and he had just seen it, and he's he he's like, "Oh, that's is is this the guy you're talking about?" And he's like, "Yeah, he was hella annoying." <laughs> so, uh, so it's not just me, and it's not just. Um, I just looked up that Doctor Strange movie. It's from 2007, so hopefully, and it's just called Doctor Strange. It's an animated feature, uh, just about an hour and 16 minutes. So worth watching. So if you're out there looking okay. for another good. Uh, animated MCU movie. That's it's a fun one. Nice, uh, really good. Um, so that I mean, we've we've kicked around the Spider-Man quite a bit. There's a lot to it. There's I mean, we could get into minutia details about some stuff that are just great. But I think sure. it's a it's a well loved movie. I, I know Bo has talked about this from the minute we, we he saw it. He was telling us how much he loved it. Well, the second the time, second time, the right? First time, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first time I was like, eh, you know, like didn't really mention it. But from the time I saw it the second time, yeah, definitely. Got sucked right in. I think I did like it better the second time. I watched it too. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's it's, it's definitely. I've seen it several times now. It is. It grows on you. It's one of those movies where you see new things all the time. Okay. And then, like, visually, it's just it's. There's so much to take in, and there's so many nods to so many other things. I mean, I did. I said I was going to talk about this with my drink. There's. So, I mean, there's so. Some of the background stuff is is like Jack Kirby panels and, and other, other Mm. artists, which if you're familiar with their art, they, it's just, it's perfect. It's just, I I saw some too. They really throw nods to those guys too. Like, I guess when he's scrolling through his phone to call his dad, a lot of the names that go by are, are artists from, uh, you know, Spider-Man comics and Morales Morales comics and and different, Um, and there's a couple other things like things are named after different people throughout the movie and stuff like that. So if, if you got a deep, deep uh, knowledge of Marvel and, and a lot of time on your hands and nothing better to do, you could probably dig all that out of there. Um, I'm sure there's some YouTube videos on it. I was going to uh, say there's some guy on, yeah. the, on YouTube that has a three hour every Right. Every, every Easter every egg, game, every history. Every four, of the game. We found 400 Easter eggs in, into the spider man Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and apparently there's more in the next one, and and you guys wow. will when you see that you're like I said it's it's almost overwhelming. Um, That's and we'll one talk of, about one the of next the reviews week. I heard. The guy said it was, he's like I felt like I wasn't enjoying it as much as I could because it, everything went by so fast. You know. Yes, uh, that's a hundred percent true, and that's why uh, I actually watched this again after I had watched uh, the next the the first one or. The one that's out in the theaters, I watched that. Then I watched this again for the podcast. And I think I enjoyed this more because it has a much more grounded, slower pace that okay. isn't trying to look how much shit we can show you in this two second scene yeah. where it's like it, it, and that's so not to, not to try and, you know, give you guys anything to think about. Oh, I mean, that's fine. Just sit back and yeah. just enjoy it. Um, you don't need to prepare for it. It's just it's gonna it's gonna tell you everything you need to know. Um, hopefully, you get in a good theater. I was in a horrible theater, so it it, it kind of tainted my my opinion of it too. I think. Um, so hopefully, you guys get a better showing. 
Definitely go see it, though. It's worth seeing. Cool. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Speaking cool. of seeing things, maybe that's a yes, good transition. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, hey, hey, hang on. I'm sorry. Before we before we go into that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. One. I meant to mention this two weeks ago. Um, speaking of uh, Marvel artists, um, John Romita Sr., who did art for Spider-Man oh. for many, many years at Marvel, passed away recently. And mm. uh, I just wanted to acknowledge that it's a uh, that if it was it's nice if you if you go on and a lot of uh, other artists and and Marvel people really had a lot of nice things to say about him. So that's good. You don't always get that when when someone passes, like you know some people that like more famous people. There, you know, sometimes yeah. the the woodwork uh, comes out that they're not they weren't a great person and all this. And so when you hear about a good yeah. person, it's always sad, especially someone yeah, that, that brought us something as good as Spider Man. Yeah. So, okay, I'm sorry. No, All right, so now, now that we've uh, back into our, our perfect uh, uh, transition from Steve and so what sorry. are we watching? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> no, it, we, we do this all the time. If, if yeah. we didn't go on tangents, it wouldn't be how we seize it. That's just, that's just how it is. <laughs> Steve, um, what are you watching? Yeah. Me? Well, right now I'm looking up John Ramita Jr. and it doesn't say he's dead. So I just want to. No, senior. <laughs> senior. senior. Oh, okay, okay. Senior. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> It kind of struck me as his, odd his, that his son, his son actually is also is also in comics. Okay, yeah, oh, really? okay, that's why. It was, it was okay, senior who it. passed away. So, sorry. Um, the only thing I think I talked last week how I was watching Black Mirror. The only thing I've gotten a chance to watch this week is the next episode of of Black Mirror S- season six. It has it has five episodes, and I, I I talked about the first episode last time. I got a chance to see the second episode called Lock Henry, and and that was fun. It's a little bit more of a uh, a it, it kind of a follows follows a a couple that go to some small town in Ireland to chase down this this story uh this this true crime story or it, actually it starts off they're 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 following another story but then it turns into a uh following a true crime story and it kind of takes a little twist but anyway that was a fun one other than that nope I haven't I haven't had a chance to see other anything except uh, tomorrow. I do have tickets for the whole family to go see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Does that come uh, out tomorrow? Is it, that tomorrow that's, uh, the release? Tomorrow at seven. Steve's going to be the first in line to see the first showing. Uh, he's going to not <laughs> let anybody pass him. Uh, he's going to be, you know. That's right. Nobody goes in until I get the best seats, although they're all reserved sitting now, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> so so I've got that to watch. And of course, I got uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse to watch. But uh, but we've been really uh, focused on getting our house ready for the new the new puppy that's coming uh, on Friday. So. Mm, that's so, right. Steve, I wish I could help you out with that. I saw your, your wife's post. Oh, uh, we have everything you're looking for. Oh, we, we've got a ton <laughs> of stuff now. She's yeah, yeah we're all set. We have we, we have everything you're looking for, Steve. Well, we've got, <laughs> oh, we've got a friend that uh, does a lot of uh, where, where they'll go out and, and catch uh, cats that are stray cats and get them get them fixed. And, and you know, so she had a lot yeah. of a lot of those sort of things like 
like gates and and uh, and I yeah. think we were okay. we were looking to Noah to get that that baby gate back for you, but we Good. got another one, so don't need that. Oh. So, well, I'm glad you got that all squared away because yep. I mean, like I said, I felt bad because I was like, I have it all. It's <laughs> sitting in my garage up in the rafters right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. She's still on some meds, so we got to keep the dog separate until that all clears. Um, so oh. it's going to be a little bit of a yeah, a little while before uh, we start getting to intermix them too much, but. But we're looking what, forward to it. What kind of dog is it? It's is a, it it's a, a big dog. It's a three month old. Uh, it's a cross between a, a cattle dog and a and a shepherd. So. Oh okay. Yeah. Ooh, sounds like a fun dog. Aren't, yeah. Aren't a shepherd yeah. and a cattle dog like the same thing? No, no, no. The Don't they shepherd? No, that's just a job title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. And we named her like saw, we've got Ivan, and this is uh, Sasha. So we got two uh, Ivan oh, and Sasha. Nice. <laughs> there you nice. go. Cool. What about cool. you, Nina? What have you been watching? I have been. Well, I got the notice that uh, Peacock. Oh yeah, is, yeah, I saw that. Is which I've been getting for free through my. <laughs> is is going away, and it's probably gone now. Which Wait, I'm go- What's going away? Peacock. From. It's not going away, going away. It's going no, it's away go, free. It's going away from my. It's got the free version that I get through my cable. Comcast. Oh right. Wait, I thought we were. I thought we were sharing it. I thought <laughs> that, I gave not, you. Not. I don't think that one. Because I had it. Well, I can. Well, okay. I'll just let oh, me know. I'll, 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 I'll let you know when something good comes on. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate that. But, um, I saw. Uh, this was a recommendation from our sister. Uh, it's called Based on a True Story. Oh, yes, yes. And it's... Um, we started watching that, too. It's this couple, and, uh, you know, they're having some financial issues. And <clears throat> they're... At the same time, there's a serial killer who is terrorizing their part of California. And so they have a, a guy come in to do... Some, who They have, like, three or four things go wrong with their plumbing. So this plumber is there, and... The husband and the plumber start to be friends and hanging out together. And as clues start coming out on the TV, the husband and wife think the plumber might be the killer. Mm. And the wife decides, the <laughs> husband's like, well, we need to call the police. And she's like, hang on a second, because she listens to all these murder podcasts. And she's like, we should do a murder podcast with him. And it'll be a big hit and we can sell it for a million dollars and all of our money problems will be over. <laughs> That's the setup. And I'm not going to tell you anymore because it is so fun. Just all the, you know, just all the different stuff that goes the on. Angst. Yes. And um, I will warn you, though, that the first season ends on a cliffhanger. And it hasn't been approved for a second season. So if that sort of thing, <laughs> if that sort of thing really, really pisses you off. Maybe wait and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it happens. I mean, if it if it does well, it'll do well and it'll get out there. So yeah, I have heard about that. That has uh, Kelly it, uh, uh, Kuko. Yeah, yeah, and it's oh from Big Bang Theory, right? Yep. From Big Bang Theory and Harley Quinn also. And yes, um, <laughs> yeah. So she's she's great. She's really funny. The the I I thought it was funny and it's it's a really total black humor. You have to have a you know, sick, sick humor. If if, <laughs> if you 
if if you're of the opinion that dead bodies are never funny under any circumstances, this isn't the show for you. But if you're like, huh. well, in the right circumstances, they can be a little funny. <laughs> <give it a try. laughs> nice. Awesome. What about you, Bo? So I am currently watching. I finished Better Call Saul. I thought the Steve, you've seen the end. The other two, you aren't really watching it, right? No, not. Yeah, I think the ending was good. What do you think, Steve, of the ending? I thought it was solid. I was so. I thought it was a solid ending for sure, too. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was a good ending. I liked it a lot. Um, you know, they, they, it could have ended up so much worse, and I think they really, kind of like just ease they they like coasted into the ending <laughs> and i think that was a good job um but i also started watching black mirror um, oh, okay i'm through the i watched the first episode i haven't watched the second yet i want to watch the season second. six or of, of yeah the, okay. yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. no i've seen all of it i've seen the whole thing i've seen up through season five twice okay at least so I, i'm a i'm a huge black mirror fan um but uh i've i've watched uh I watched the first episode of the second season, and we started watching Shrinking last night, <laughs> which is on oh, is that the one with Apple Harrison TV, Ford? it's Harrison Ford and oh, Jason Segel. Oh, right, Siegel. right. It's really good, and it's like, I, I'm very intrigued, because it's like there's all these like relationships and stuff, and it's like I'm trying to figure out who's related to who and how they're related and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, it's a really good, it's a very interesting show. So I would recommend that as well. Nice. Cool. Sounds good. What do you got now? So uh, this is like, you know, back to new TV shows and stuff like that. So I talked about uh, Secret Invasion, which is on Disney that started last week. And so uh, I will be watching episode two after we finish this podcast, which I can't wait for. Is it a week by Um, week thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Week by week. So, yeah, if you want, if you're going to want to, you know, binge it, you got to wait a couple of weeks. But I'm not one of those kind of people. I can't because I hate spoilers from people on the Internet and people on the Internet suck. I've already heard a spoiler for episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then now uh, also one of my uh, favorite shows from last season uh, was uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds is back. And uh, this um, is probably my favorite Star Trek since uh, Next Generation. Nice. Like, oh, wow. uh, of all the other ones that came out, I was kind of so-so. Uh, Discovery really soured me on, on Star Trek. I tried watching and I just I got tired of the same old bullshit. It just got really tiring. But this is fun, exciting. It's it's next generation, but done today. It's it's got all the updates. It's got great, nice. you know, uh, stories and stuff like that. So I'm super excited to have that back in. This is on Paramount Plus. Is that right? Paramount Plus, yeah. Okay. So very very worth watching if you're a Star Trek fan at all. I think this is like I said, this is probably one of the top shows that's that's been out for Star Trek. Um, and then uh, because we started watching back in season one, you know, many years ago, uh, Outlander. Uh, is a series that's on, and it finally came back. So we've watched a couple episodes, and it's funny. It was I watched it for my wife because she she read the books and was into it. We really liked the first part, and then it's just kind of like I guess now we're just watching it because got you got to finish it. <laughs> it's just like yeah. my fuck, be my completest. She, you know, I didn't yeah. say anything, but she's like, God, this shit is dragging on. Like, can't they just get to this shit? <laughs> and so I thought yeah. I thought that was kind of funny, but. We, yeah, we got to be the completest. We'll finish it out. And so uh, nice. it, it's just kind of funny. But uh, so those are the three things that I've been watching this week. Cool. Uh, I will get back to that theater and I will see uh, the, the Spider-Man movie again. 
Um, what about uh, what about Asteroid City? Did you get a chance to? Get I did. I I did watch it, and uh, but I didn't get to do the podcast. Oh, There's so no uh, communication back, so I was bummed about that. Yeah, aw. it's it is what it is. Um, I'm still gonna try. Uh, I'm trying to talk to one of the guys on there to to uh, guest with us at some point. Um, and cool. it, it That'd may, be awesome. It may good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I did watch. Uh, you're right. I did watch Asteroid City. I went that and saw that on uh, Friday, I believe, is when I saw it. It, it was a, it was a difficult watch. The first I went. Uh, it's not showing on um, a lot of screens around here. Uh, only at our local artsy theater, and uh, it's a basketball. Yeah, a uh, no no uh, Summerfield. Oh yeah, uh, over by the park. So I went over one o'clock showing. You know, big theater, not a lot of people in there, and they couldn't get it to work. So, oh no, uh, had to come back at three thirty and watch it. But um, <laughs> if you like Wes Anderson. This is a very Wes Anderson movie. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if it's his best. It it, I, it it wasn't as good as Moonrise Kingdom to me. Yeah, well, but I did enjoy it. That's the thing yeah. I mean, we talked about it at the time. He's got a style that that I yeah. think I think Moonrise Kingdom went above and beyond the style. But some of his yeah. movies are just kind of his same style. This is all so. style. Yeah. Yeah. This is so much style. It is. It's almost. It's almost over the top. Like it's almost like you got to watch it twice to catch all the stuff in the background too. Like like with Spider Man, uh, it just it does a lot of interesting things, and it's it's very good acting by the actors there. But it's a very weird, interesting story that's kind of like um, it, it's it's fun, entertaining. I don't know if it's gonna be like a Moonrise Kingdom where I'm like, yeah, I could watch that over again and and be really happy to see it again. But it it but there's also like I I wouldn't mind watching it again just to see kind of some of the stuff in the background because there is some pretty funny stuff in it. Three lovely little girls that actually are triplets. Um, it's really strange. It's kind of this is the first time I've heard of this, but it's a set of twins with a sister that's a triplet. So. I- <laughs> So it's fraternal and eternal twins in the same set of triplets. So two of them look exactly alike, and then they have a sister who was born in the same time as them that doesn't look like either one of them. Okay. So I was like... I I, I guess I knew that was possible, but I never... I mean, it's... I don't see why not, but it's got to be super, super rare. Yeah. Um, But they're they're lovely. Um, they're, they're, They're... incredibly fun in the movie two weeks in a row it was the number one uh per screen average movie it's because they they only have it on like eight screens no no the first you're <laughs> right about that first week i think it was like four screens first week five yeah but uh but this this week it was uh, you know about 1600 theaters but it had a higher per screen average over across the spider-verse but still only made nine million really but uh just because it was you know a, a third of the screens um that seems that seems weird, but it, it, I mean, like I said, if you're a Wes Anderson fan, it is worth watching. Uh, do you need to see it in the theater? Probably not. Um, but it does have some very. If, if you're a, a film nerd and really like the the playing with the background stuff and playing with sets and things like that, it's got a lot of cool stuff to look at. Um, it's got a very interesting look to it. And that's that's what I've been watching. So uh, I think with all that, I think we've covered Spider-Man. Join us again next week when we're going to hit Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, the one that's in the theater. Uh, We're going to spoil the shit out of that one while we're watching. So go see it before (laughs) we do the podcast so you can listen to it when we release it. You got a week, Uh, folks. Go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
And yeah, I mean, it's worth it. It really is. It, it's, I, I, I think it's a worth, worthwhile watch. Um, just like this one was a, a very much worthwhile watch. If you are a comic book fan, animation fan, good story fan. Right, it it hit it hit all the things. You don't have to be a comic book fan to enjoy this. You don't have to be an animation fan to enjoy this. Uh, you just have to like a good story that that does well with what it's 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 trying to do. Um, so that is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and that's how we seize it. Hail Caesars! Uh, <laughs> Hail Caesars! Bo is trying. Bo is trying. You're, you're muted. You're muted. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean?